What's up, everybody? This is Antrell Roll, and you are now listening to Lemon City Live. Check it out. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Oh, no! How dare you? Stop being a bitch. We call it bitch. First hot take of the year. First Bama's hot. going down. Cavs going what? Bama's going down. Bama's okay. All right. First, first hot take of the year. year. There it is. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Lemon City Live podcast, the first one of the new year. Happy 2019, everybody. You almost said 18. Nope. I got myself. I got. How I many got kids it. are going to fuck up when they're writing their, the oh, date? Oh, that happens to like school? March. Yeah. Oh, terrible. That, that already to... happened yesterday. For sure. Yeah. I went somewhere oh, to you? like. Happened to res- you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't write it. The lady that was writing some like a receipt for me by uh-huh. by hand. Uh, Damn, that's old who school. does receipts by hands anyway? I don't know. Is it nineteen? Is it nineteen nineteen? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like still stuck in. That's such a bad joke. Oh. <laughs> was it nineteen nineteen? <laughs> Sorry. What's going on here? Anyway, she was writing it, and I was impressed that she was writing zero one zero one nineteen on the first one. Uh-huh. But then after she wrote right underneath. 2018 and then oh. i was like oh you almost had it almost had it gotta but be quicker you know than what? that you gotta be quicker than that <laughs> but then today at work i was like putting all my information for things and i just kept writing 0101 like yesterday didn't happen today is the beginning of the no. year <laughs> yeah <laughs> not it's today today's the back to work day for a lot of people yep and it felt like that but yeah it was caca but i'm happy happy to be back here with you guys why is it caca? Like no one likes yeah. going back to work like going back to work. I don't know why you're so happy and chipper. Because anyway. the new year. New year, same old me. I love it. There you go. Anyway, Lemon City Live podcast is brought to you by Magic City Casino and Magic City Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to the Magic City, showcasing the best features of the sport, combined with the state-of-the-art court and the talents of our very own homegrown athletes like Tenar Davis. Yeah. For a highlight experience <laughs> like none other. Okay. <laughs> Live highlight returns to the Magic City Casino on July of 2019, which is now, we can just say July of this season, or this year, right? That's right. There we go. So yeah. just a few months away, but there's going to be a preview weekend, April 6th and 7th, and uh, so stay tuned for that. Look for announcements for the sneak peek at Magic City Highlights second season. So um, That's amazing. That's amazing. There we go. It's good. Anyway, <laughs> this is episode 139, as we discussed. It's good to be back. We took a little break for the holidays. The holidays. The holidays. According to um, Ludacris. Ho, ho, ho. There you go. <laughs> um, now, it's been... How was your holiday break, Gus? Overall, just good, was, bad, and different? It was awesome. It was awesome? Okay. I, I, I think uh, Cindy, the intern here, I think she's had a pretty solid uh, holiday. I hope so. Yeah, I was... Uh... Good, good, great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hot take. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, no, no, you were saying you had a good year? Uh, good break? Yeah, I had an awesome year, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn. There it is. See, oh. it was, it was yeah. right. I was right. Yep. Okay. Um, Did anyway. Do you guys, uh, guys get any, any cool gifts? Um, yeah, I got a couple shirts and, um, and a cologne. Nice. <laughs> you got nice. some socks. Damn, you're not, e- you're I got not some even. cool socks. I got some cool socks. Have you All seen right. that meme that's going around of like the older you get? Uh, the the more you like the sock gift as opposed to like when the, you're younger, <laughs> yeah. it's like a little graph that shows the younger you are, socks are like bad, but as the older you get, like you're really, I yeah. got really excited that I got some cool socks for nice, for Christmas. Nice, They're nice. Keith Haring socks. 
I don't know who Keith Haring is. It's that artist I like that have the shoes that are orange. You oh, see okay, that okay. painting behind yeah. you? Yeah, he's yes. got a bunch of those people. So right. it was really cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, that was exciting. What about you? You had something you want to brag got, about here or no? I got a Sunset Vice shirt. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It, says, it says 305 on it. It's nice. Pink. Ah, look at you. Oh, that's the pink one. I don't like it. Oh, get out of here. And I see uh, <laughs> I see on your shirt there you got, what is that? A, is that a skull with the Scotch tape branded? Oh, yeah. No, it's just a plaid skull. Okay. <laughs> are, you, are you reaching right now? No, like, no, no. We no, just no. started the year. We this just started really the show. Like, no, well, there's there's a segue to this, but I was just curious what why you have a Scotch tape tape looking skull. But anyway, well, the Scotch uh, tape brand is green. This is clearly red. Is it? I feel oh, like Scotch tape red was too. red. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But this conversation oh, well. is overrated. Anyway, overrated. Is overrated. <laughs> All right, top five overrated things. This conversation. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no. I see. Did you see that Punisher cat is uh? Yeah, the teaser got released. I haven't when, seen it yet, but yeah, I saw that it was released. Yeah, they released the teaser. I think they released the date of when season two is coming out, but I haven't. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't wait. know the date off the top of my head. I'm I excited. Fourth uh, of July is going to be the release of Stranger Things three. That's right. Are you excited about that? Of or course. You Stranger Things out. I love Stranger Things. You don't have Stranger Things fatigue. I want stranger things. More stranger things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about that? The most strangest things. The most strangest, strangest things, yeah. Uh, the most strangest collection of things. Yeah. That could mm. work. I don't know. I'm not... That's my Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I like stranger things, and I, I like that they space it out so much, so I haven't gotten that stranger things fatigue, so I have enough of a want that it's been so long since I saw it. Yes. Um, But I am excited about that. But... You know how people are. They overhype things. Things get overrated. Things get really built up. Like it's like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Blah blah blah. You gotta watch this. You gotta try this. You gotta see this. You gotta hear yeah. this, right? Mm-hmm. So sticking with Netflix, there's been something that's been breaking records on Netflix and has been doing really, really well, and everybody's like hyped up about it. Bird Box. Bird I can't box. see. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't so, seen it. You haven't seen it? Okay, nah. good, good. So I'm no not spoilers. The only, I'm, we're like the only two. We're like the only two that oh, haven't okay. seen it. Well, I want to um, see it. It's on my queue. It's on my queue. You want to see it? It's the most beautiful thing. Take off the blindfold. What? what? You won't get it because you haven't seen it. Well, no spoilers. Yeah, you just for real. Said it. What are There's you doing? There's no spoilers. Jeez. Now I'm expecting that. What no, are you expecting? I'm, a, I'm, expect, I'm expecting a fucking naked Sandra Bullock now. The yeah. most beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. Only for two million birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, everybody's <laughs> everybody's hyping up this uh, this this show or this this movie. This show too. This show too. This yeah. show's super hyped up. Not yeah. overrated. Not overrated. Um, <laughs> but I think Bird Box is teetering on overratedness. Uh huh. If and only I watch it and then I'm like, eh, it was all right. Then I'm going to be like super overrated. But I, I, I feel like it's Sandra Bullock and I like Sandra Bullock. Who doesn't? I, and that's the thing. And I, and I think she's America's sweetheart. Yeah, totally. I was thinking um, no, now we, we were having this conversation. <laughs> no, you weren't. You yes, weren't thinking. Sometimes uh, <laughs> we were having this conversation, which was who, uh, who Sandra Bullock. No, no. What? This is how the conversation went. Excuse me. Okay. You're always like sweating Tom Hanks. Yes. Tom Hanks. National treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? Tom Hanks. And I was like, F you, girls too. Hashtag Sandra Bullock number one. And that's how it started. Like over Tom Hanks? No. Ah, exactly. I'm saying like Tom Hanks is your male national treasure. Sandra Bullock is the equivalent of your Tom Hanks. Okay. Now, we did discuss this, and we were trying. Basically, we were trying to see who is actually the maybe closest. even better. Huh? She might even be better than Wait, Tom Hanks. Yeah. How, how dare you? Come on, yeah. Come on, Sandalia. 
We'll okay. start the argument, and then I'm going to tell you that one little cherry on top. I don't know. That's a hot take right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's Cindy's first hot take of the, of the new year. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, so Tom Hanks, I mean, his resume is incredible. And he's, he's, I think he's, I don't know, do you think he's as respected as an actor, or is he more of a celebrity? This was something that was brought up to my attention today when I was having this discussion with somebody else. Por qué no los dos? I think he's a good mixture of both. Yeah, man. But which do you think is bigger, his celebrity or his skill? Uh, I, th I think it's his skill. You think his skill yeah, as an man. actor? Yeah, bro. I, he kills it. He kills well, it. I don't think just as an actor. I mean, he's also a producer. He's a director. He's good a point. mover. Very good point. That's right. He's a mover and shaker. Ooh. Because so, so I was so the conversation Shake is, it, Tom Hanks. The, the Shake it. <laughs> the debate is, <laughs> is Tom Hanks, who's the female equivalent or the closest thing to Tom Hanks uh, with a vagina? And we were thinking, and the one consensus that the three of us came up with was that in the ballpark you could say are you like saying a, the three of us here in this table yeah okay i thought you were talking about the people you were talking to before no no the three of us here in this table okay. we discussed this a little bit and we said uh we we brought up holly berry as uh -huh. the, the possible low end low end but there's some things there that maybe could do it meryl streep is one that a lot of people tend to go with yeah but i think meryl streep is the equivalent of more skill than celebrity you I get what i'm saying meryl streep is um it's not America's sweetheart. Yeah, Tom she's Hanks is like, America's She's like sweetheart. the queen of England when it comes to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. She's, Somebody you I look think up it's to, you respect. And yeah. yeah. Um, but the one that we kind of feel is, is closest is Sandra Bullock. And I found out yesterday, after we had this conversation, Gus, of another uh -huh. great Sandra Bullock movie that we forgot about. Um, well, first of all, how creepy is this? I don't know if she's done voiceover. I wonder. It, yeah, she has. She's yeah. done like cartoon. She's animation? done Minions. Um, she's done. She's done. She's done quite a couple. Actually. So she has her her Toy Story equivalent, right? Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, I was, have a list here. Okay. Um, both of them, Tom Hanks and Sandra Bullock, were both in space. Mm -hmm. Gravity oh, and yeah. Apollo, Apollo 13. 13. How yep, cool yep. is that, huh? That is cool. That is very cool. Um, Apollo 13, top five. They also have their Apollo sports. Apollo 13, top five. Yep. Yeah. It's on a Mount Five more. Wow, and you're Mount Five mm -hmm. more? Yeah. Okay. They also have their sports movie. You got Forrest Gump. She's got Blindside. Yeah. That's true. Very football movies. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You got and then he's comparisons. got Big and she's Miss Congeniality. You got their, their rom-com. Mm -hmm. Funny. While you, were while you Were Sleeping and Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, both sleeping movies. Oh, wait. While You Were Sleeping? <laughs> I don't know that one. Yeah. she's. Uh, I think that's the one that there's a... I think... Uh, what's the, the guy from Casper? The dad? Oh, Bill oh, Pullman. Yeah, yeah Bill Pullman. So he falls in front of, of like a train yeah, or something like that. And then she pulls him out. She works for this train. So she knows him because he goes every day. She pulls him out, goes to the hospital and visits him. And the family comes to see him. Oh, and they okay. ask her, like, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm his fiance. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't remember. I and then you. ends up falling <laughs> in love with the brother or something uh, like that. Speaking of, another deportation Bro, movie with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, why can't Sandra Bullock proposal? pretend proposal. to be my fiance? I know, right? <laughs> for two million birds. Um, Some guys get all the luck. You got uh, this guy being the clever, the smart terminal. guy. Huh? The proposal on the terminal. You yeah. got two deportees. Two. Oh, yeah. The proposal. Uh, there you oh, go. Yeah. Look at that. You got... Uh, there you go. These are some good similarities that we're building up here. Yeah. You got mail and the proposal is how I had it. You okay. got Like the way they fall in love, like unexpectedly or Similar. whatever. They kind of mm. hate each other. What yeah. about this? I don't know if you have this one on your list there. Uh-huh. 
uh, old. They both have like really old school um, funny comedies, romantic comedies mm-hmm. in their lineup. Did you know that? What's hers? You know, Joe versus the volcano. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. old school. Yep. Yep. You know, she was in Love Potion number nine. You remember oh, that movie? Kind she of. was the where the two scientists create like this perfume that attracts yeah. the opposite sex. And oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. she was the nerdy scientist girl that becomes hot because she sprays the thing. And then the oh. guys type barring her all this stuff. Nice. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. I, 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 that's the one that I did that I found out yesterday. That I was like, yeah. Oh my God, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We were playing it yesterday. So um, what good other stuff, man? What are this? Uh, well, I think the most recent comparison mm-hmm. would definitely be, uh, I am the captain. Look at me, uh-huh. uh, Captain Phillips. Oh, Captain Phillips. Phillips uh-huh. Yeah, I think that would be the most current comparison or equivalent to Bird Box. Okay. Uh, yeah. Why? Well, well because without suspense, giving away too much because about of the Bird suspense, Box. it's like a thriller. Like uh, their lives are on the line, kind of thing. You okay. know. But you know what? I'm actually surprised at how many similarities are. They both won Academy Awards. Yeah. You know, they both have an and they're both liked people. I, yeah. I don't I think they're universally liked. I think there's people who are like yes. indifferent about Meryl Streep and some of these other people. I think they're very, very similar. Oh, well, I don't think anybody what? dislikes Meryl Streep. Yeah. They're, they're just It's just a different just level. There. It's okay. a different okay. caliber. Right. You know and what? You know what? Yeah. She's overrated. Just saying it, all right? Just, <laughs> no, she's, she's overrated. She's overrated. She's overrated. She's on the top five most overrated. There's a a duet movie that I really liked. Uh, Sandra Bullock has Speed with Keanu Reeves. And Tom Hanks has Turner and Hooch. So Sandra Bullock would be like Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves would be like the dog. (laughs) All right. Turner and Hooch. Speed, definitely. Is that that the the best Sandra Bullock? Nah. Speed? Yeah. No. Is that your favorite Sandra Bullock? Maybe not the best. No, my favorite Sandra Bullock is the one. uh, What was it? When she goes to no, no. When she goes to Alaska. Oh, the proposal. The proposal. Yeah. That was really really cute. That's just hilarious, man. From the window (laughs) to the wall, (laughs) to shoved out down my balls. That's great. <laughs> to the wall. Yeah, she was a good bitch in that one too at the beginning when she's like the oh, coffee yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was really cool in this Ocean's Eight movie that came out recently. I haven't seen it. Uh, she's really cool it's in good. that one. The movie's yeah. okay. The movie's alright. It's okay. solid. It's watchable. It's not like ah, but yeah. it's I didn't think it was necessary. She does pull off cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh does. man, when she wears that pantsuit, oof. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, good for her. Good for her. I gotta watch this bird box. We gotta see. Um, oh, let me tell you how she's better. Okay. Even though Tom Hanks may have received the Medal of Honor from the president, uh-huh. she has adopted a black kid in real life, too. Okay. <laughs> and Tom Hanks has a regular <laughs> white kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, under your, so under your anti-racist theory here, is, uh, okay. is, is Angelina Jolie and Madonna better than Tom Hanks? Because they both got black babies, well, right? Well, no, no, no. I think, no? We, I think we talked about this, too, because... Angelina Jolie and Madonna. Well, Angelina those, Jolie has like one of each. Yeah. Like I mean, of every race in the world. Yeah. yeah so she's, <laughs> let's say she's got eight and Madonna has three. Yeah. So those are eight good people points. Humanitarian points. Okay. Human, people points. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? China? Like hold everybody on, gets hold points on, now? Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. And Madonna has, let's say, three, right? But that doesn't add up to like whatever Sandra Bullock has accumulated in life. Okay. But now, wait, I don't want to be, I'm not trying to pick sides here, which mm-hmm. I am, Tom Hanks. But uh, okay, I think whatever. the gap between Tom Hanks and Sandra Bullock it's his is, penis. is bigger than the one black baby point that you're giving her. No, I think what it mm. is is that. I don't think that one black baby point puts you know her what it over is? him. It's that 30% that women get less than men. I'm going to have to check her gap just to make sure. 
<laughs> right as soon as she says comment, about 30%, you come in with your mansplaining. <laughs> mansplaining? I didn't explain anything. I just made a dirty joke. Yeah, I literally just said the difference between Home Hang, Tom Hanks, and Sandra Bullock, what's holding her back is that 30% less that we get as women. And you're like, I'll uh, take her okay. fucking. I'll take yeah. her yeah. for that 30%. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, as soon as you said gap, I was holding on to that joke. I was like, oh, <laughs> as soon as somebody stops talking, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I didn't hear anything you guys said. <laughs> All right. Well, um, keeping with the uh, the battle of the sexes that we got here. Um, now, Gus, you were saying that this debate brought out a similar comparison. Oh, wait, wait. Well, you got I more? think I want to. No, Some I want to. more bullet, inv- bullet points. <laughs> I want to invite our listeners to, you know, let us know what they think. and, and, and Put it up on the poll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a full question out yeah, for that. We'll, we'll check the gap then. Check the gap. Can we close the gap? <laughs> um, Gus, the gap has been closed. There you go. All right. Now, Gus, you, uh, you were thinking that this, you, you thought it was our debate or our discussion mm-hmm. um, and what was going on recently with uh, Serena and yeah. Federer was yeah, man. kind it's, of like a it's fair like comparison, a, right? Yeah, it's a fair comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, Serena... Williams is obviously Sandra Bullock, and Tom Hanks is obviously <laughs> Roger Federer. I don't know I who's don't got know more. Who's got I, more I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to assume well, their actually, identity. You know <laughs> what I mean? So maybe they, actually, yeah. San, Sandra Bullock and Serena Williams are not only similar because they both have a gap, but um, they both also, have black babies. No, uh, Serena has a half white baby. So. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> this is way too much baby talk. All right. Oh, you're scaring him, Cindy. You're scaring him. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait. There's nobody more scared of babies than me. That's, hey. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I think we'll, we'll we'll leave that debate to, to go on and see how it goes. But I, I'm curious. I, Roger Federer won, by Roger the way. Roger Federer won. There you go. <laughs> now, yeah, but and I love Serena, help. too. I, I think I think Serena Williams is one of the greatest athletes of all time. I For actually, sure. For honestly, sure. in this in that debate. Mm hmm. I might say Serena is Tom Hanks. I think her stardom and her success has been. She is more famous than Roger Federer. I Roger think Federer. So. Well, also she's a movement. Yes. She is. She's America's sweetheart too in the tennis world. Everybody likes her for the most part. I think. Uh, I think she's a little, except for the referees, but you know. Maybe she's a little more Meryl Streep. Serena. Yeah. No, she's not. No? She's. Um, I wouldn't say that everybody loves her. But a lot of people love her. Everybody but loves Raymond. Some, but she is very... Everybody loves Raymond. I love that show. That's <laughs> really? so not overrated. Yeah. I think oh, no. That show's overrated. <laughs> that yeah. show's what? Right. It was all right. I think that... Deborah, Deborah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Obama is in the Meryl Streep category, whereas Serena Williams... Actually, excuse Michelle me. Michelle Obama's Beyonce. not a tennis player. Yeah, okay, I'm just talking about... Let's, okay. stick to, let's stick to tennis players here. Come on. Tennis players. What's that lady's name? The one from uh, the one Battle of the Sexes? What? Billie Jean King. Oh, Billie yeah. Jean King, yeah. So what? What would she be? Oh man, she's an, she's an OG. She's she's like, the uh, Meryl Streep. Mm, I guess you could say. But she's very OG. She's yeah. like even before <laughs> Meryl Streep's compare. time. It's hard to compare, I'm not talking yeah. about eight like date wise. I'm just talking about general like on your resume. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. Sure. Wah, wah. Overrated conversation now. No. <laughs> 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 All right. So now, Gus, there was other stuff going on this uh, since we've last been on. Dolphins were eliminated. The NFL season has come to an end. The uh, Hurricanes suffered another humiliating defeat at the hands of Wisconsin. Again. Locally, when it comes to football, there's a couple big storylines. 
All right. Dolphin season ends in another disappointment, seven and nine. Yep. And since the season ended, we've had uh, the ramifications of as of uh, Black Monday yesterday uh-huh. um, or two days ago. Uh, Adam Gase got fired. He did. I'm happy that he got canned. I've been saying it for weeks that it felt like he was trying to get fired, and I feel like he got what he wanted. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, looking at it, after the miracle at Miami, they're seven and six, right? Yes. And if it wasn't for the miracle, they'd be six and seven, right? And then they have a chance. They're seven and six. They have a chance to make it to the playoffs if they win out or play well. And you think off a big win over a rival, they had to travel to Minnesota, who was Felt like it was like the NFC equivalent of the Dolphins. Very overrated, not yeah. playing well. Then they had the Jags have been dismal at home, which you thought winnable game. And then traveling to Buffalo, which is hard at the end of the season. But if you're playing for something, yeah. it's a winnable game. Not out of, you know, out of crazy theory here to think that that, that it couldn't be done. Exactly. And th- these are the scores. 41-17 in Minnesota. Yep. 17-7 against Blake Bortles and Cody Kessler. Uh-huh. That's what the Jaguars brought out. Yeah. You know? Go to, couldn't do nothing. I mean, I know the Jaguars' defense is pretty good, but they're not as nothing. good as last night. Nothing. And then, uh, and then they, dude, 42 to 17 in Buffalo. It's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. It's embarrassing across the board. So, Gase could, should have finished uh, 6 and 10. Instead, of finishes 7 and 9, you know, thanks to a, a, a crazy miracle play. Yep. Um, now, there's been a lot of people that have been saying, well, you know, we're, we're in these Dolphin fan groups and stuff. And I've been hearing some people say, well, you know what? You could make the argument that at seven and six, he was secure and everything was fine. And we're judging him off of these last three games as opposed to all the adversity that he dealt with during the season. Yeah. But there's no substitute for shitty play calling, bro. You know, that third and 10 or whatever it was and run a draw and throw away that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can lose in a close call. You don't have to lose, like, getting yeah, rammed no, in the gap. rammed here. Like, there's just nothing to, to, to be ex- – like, I think these last three games are more telling of the season yeah, than the, I agree. than the prior 13 games. You know what I mean? I agree. I think it was, it's very, this is, you know, we are who they thought they were. This yeah. is what it is. <laughs> 0-3 getting rocked by 40. You know what I mean? Giving up 40 to the Bills and the Vikings. Um, anyway, Gase is gone. Yeah. Tannehill's still there. There's it, Everybody, a lot of people, I think actually a lot more people thought Tannehill was going to be gone and Gase was on the hot seat. Uh, even when the season well, ended, it's, there's still time for Tannehill to be gone. Yeah, but they they were quick on Gase because the, the yeah because they also the front office got a shakeup also. Yep, Tannenbaum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just I don't think he got let go, right? He didn't he get let got, go. He just got like repurposed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You've that's, been repurposed. I think, more, I think that's more embarrassing. Yeah, dude, that's a horrible way to say like, hey, yeah. you suck at your job. Yeah. But go we kind of like else. you, so we're gonna just. Keep you around. We're gonna what, repurpose you. What do you think he's doing? Like, is is he gonna wear one of the community the events? Dan, Dan Marino bobblehead. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be Air TD. Air TD. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh man, that's terrible. So he's um. So he's sure now. Uh, what is it, Greer? What, Greer. What, yeah, Chris. Chris. Greer? Greer. Greer. Yeah, Greer. He's the new uh, GM and total um, decision making yeah. and everything goes down to him. Now he's been with the Dolphins since 2000 mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. He started yeah. off very low in the totem pole and now he's up, you know, at awesome. the most prominent, which is great. That's, that's the fucking American dream, I guess. Yeah. You know, to start out, uh, work your way up, mm-hmm. man, that, you rarely see that anymore. Yeah. 20 years from now, we'll be running ESPN. That's right. Um, 
or Fox Sports or whatever. <laughs> I'll take whichever one. Something <laughs> cool that doesn't even so, exist yet. Yeah, something cool that doesn't even <laughs> exist. Uh, but anyway, I, I think um, now, do you think they did the right thing by giving this guy all the authority and promoting from him? Or is he also part of this problem, though? Like, do you think we fully went? I mean, I don't have his clean slate on everything. I don't have his track record in front of me, so I can't really make that yeah. that uh, that take right now. You know what I mean? Maybe he's the guy that maybe all the good Dolphins decisions that have been made, like getting Albert Wilson or or uh, drafting Minka Fitzpatrick. Maybe that was all him. I don't know. Yeah. I, what I, I, I know do, that the, I know that the, that kind of info is out there. I just don't have yeah. it in front of me. What I do like is the fact that. It's all on him. No more of this divided by the three people. Yes, and, that and, was you know, ridiculous. This, this whole like, hey, we're gonna have a popularity vote. Like, figured it out. No, I don't like that. I think on that aspect and on that front, the Dolphins they're finally yeah doing something right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be really telling. And and I don't know, man. I I, I want to see this. If you listen to Stephen Ross at the press conference, he was talking about the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Yeah. Um. Not accurate, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's, I don't know. I, are we there? Because if he, do, by saying that, uh-huh. that means you got to get rid of Tannehill. Like he yeah. can't even be anything of the next plan, even as a backup. Like we mm-hmm. can't have him around. He can't be a bridge. If you go out and say that the day that you fire the coach, it, that means well, that I you mean, have to clean clean house, man. If they if they have the opportunity to bring someone better in, then they should pull the trigger. But the quarterback position is one of the rarest positions in the in in sports yeah. to to excel in. So if there's nothing good out there, what are you gonna do? You know, you're you're like the Miami Heat right now. There's just nothing out there for them. I you get know? it. I get so, it. But still, I just, think. I think this you is, can't you can't you, just bring in somebody that's gonna perform even worse than him just for the sake of getting rid of him. Okay, but we've been in this mediocrity for so long. Yeah, I'd rather be bad because we're trying to escape mediocrity and then rebound than trying to go for mediocrity to better by keeping mediocrity. The thing you is, get that what I'm saying? just being bad does not guarantee that you're gonna have, or maybe it does guarantee that you're gonna have a good draft pick. Doesn't mean you're gonna hit on that draft pick no i i get that i get that but you have a better likelihood of hitting on a top five pick than you hitting on a you know a, a fifth round pick you know what i mean of course but then pick. but but oh. then let's say you you uh you do have a top five draft pick and you do take whoever the best rated quarterback consensus is in the mm-hmm. college football and then he turns out to be a bust you just wasted all those years Well, it does it you would think that but you know uh, i don't man damn it you know i heard this uh this number this week and i can't recall right now but of I think something of like the 21 last quarterbacks that were picked in the first round, mm-hmm. the success numbers that they've had minus Tannehill have been really, really well. Like they've like that, that whole thing of like drafting a quarterback and he, you know, it's 50, yeah. 50 or he's going to bust the first round. Just look at this last draft, dude. Look at this last draft. You had five quarterbacks go in the first round. Yeah. They all the, start. The fifth one, they all started. The fifth one, um, it made it to the playoffs, had the best record out of them. Lamar Jackson? Yeah. And the first one pick, Baker Mayfield, set a new rookie touchdown passing record. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. on a guy that nobody thought, like, well, how's he going number one overall, you know? And maybe it, if they start Baker from day one, they make the playoffs. Exactly. So, to me... Just don't I tell just, TD. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that um, that it's just, we've been in this... I'd rather be bad with the prospect of getting better 
than mediocrity with the with no hope. I just I can't stand mediocrity. You know what I mean? And that's where we've been for too long, bro. If we're gonna be bad, let it happen naturally. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to tank, man. No, I'm not saying tank, but it, it, well, in basketball. But you're saying no, 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 no. You're no, saying no. get rid of Tannehill, even if it means bringing in somebody no, that's worse, so thing. that we can be bad. That's no, exactly no, no, what you no, just no, said. No, 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 no. I'm not saying get. You're not gonna bring in somebody who's and expect them to be worse. Anybody you bring in is expecting to be better. Or to at least be the exactly. same and save you money. Yeah, that's okay. that's I'm, fine. I'm cool with that. I'm not. That, whatever that, happens yeah. afterwards, if the guy ends up being a bus, okay. But you don't you don't go fine. in there expecting him to be bad. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's just that we need a little hope. And in in football, it's not like basketball where the season is so long and you tank and it, it's obvious that you're not playing well. In football, the games mean more. And if yeah. it's a smaller sample size, and if you're playing against guys and you're really putting something out there that's a good, you know shitty quality but they're trying it's something to build off of it's not like in basketball it's just it's harder and i just i want to see the dolphins just give me some hope bro i haven't had hope i haven't had hope i haven't had a good quarterback on this team since jay freaking fiedler bro you know <laughs> that's the last time we were semi-decent dave wanstead was the last good coach we had you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and now we're going into who knows what coach is going to come in now i heard they were talking um i heard rex ryan wants to come down to miami he was throwing his name in the ring. Yeah. A couple other what? guys. No, I think the, the Rex Ryan rumors were for the Miami no, Hurricanes. For the Canes? No, no, and the <laughs> Dolphins. And the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's All put right. it out there. He likes Miami. He just wants to live down here. He wants to go to the beach and show off his uh, his uh, Mark Sanchez Mark tattoo. Mark Sanchez tattoo. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, now, so the Dolphins are now going into the draft. Uh, thankfully, the only good thing that happened with these three losses at the end of the season is it secured us a slightly higher draft pick. Yeah. Um, which could be the difference between we're picking at 13, mm -hmm. but it could have gone up to like, I think 17 or 18. Had we won a couple more of these games, 19, yeah. 20. So 13, I was trying to look at the last quarterback that was drafted number 13 overall. And I think it was like 1991 or something. So it was nobody yeah. that we would know. Um, and it was some rando there that I can't recall, but let's see Greer first draft coming up, you know, maybe he could pull some strings. Maybe he can make some stuff happen here. I just think right now, having cleaned house for the most part, and if it continues, if we get rid of Tannehill, we have Greer and all the decision-making is going to him. I feel like this is the first time we've actually had real hope yeah, and real prosperity or a prospect of prosperity in the future in a while. Because it's just felt like for years, we've just been putting a Band-Aid on a big wound, you know? Yeah. It's like, ah, we got a new coach. Uh, we signed a couple of free agents. Uh was that Philip Wheeler and then uh, who's the other guy that we signed? We signed some like fucking big, big star guys, but they weren't really big. We overpaid Mike Wallace. Let's give him some money. Oh, that was terrible. You know, yeah. oh, Arian Foster. Let's give him some money. And we signed these guys and they end up being, you know, scrubs. Byron Maxwell. Yeah. Remember when we signed him? The thing is that they signed these guys at the tail end of their prime. No, oh, yeah. Tail you know end I mean? of their prime. But even no, like Philip Wheeler, I think was still in his prime. He just, he wasn't that good. And we overpaid mm -hmm. for him. But that's the thing. Instead of like, if it, it, it felt like those moves were always stopgap moves. Like, oh, this yeah. is just to, to, it's just to make us mediocre enough. Also, Dolphins don't do a great job of keeping the good players that they do have. You know what I mean? Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do a good job of that, man. Like if, if we get rid of Xavier Howard, I'm going to be upset. Well, yeah, I mean, I would probably be too, but yeah. I, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I think he's still in their contract for, or on their rookie contract for another season, I think, no? Thank God. I don't I know. I hope so. I mean, it's only like, what, his third season, I think, with us? Yeah, he's still fairly I gotta young. look that up, but, but anyway, um, so the, yeah, that's where the Dolphins are. Drafting 13, another dismal season. Adam Gase made the playoffs his first year and then had two successively 
you know, worse seasons. And now he's gone. He's interviewing for, I think, uh, he inter- interviewing for Arizona. The Jets are interested in him. Uh-huh. Funny story. Cleveland is interested in him. How All about right. that? All right. Huh? Hey, man. Go do your thing somewhere else. Yeah, but who's in Cleveland? Baker. No. Nobody. What do you mean? <laughs> who's in, what former Nobody. Dolphin that <laughs> talked a lot of shit about the coach oh, the Jarvis over there? Huh? Jarvis, that's yeah. right. Yeah. He, and he was... He was laughing at the Dolphins on social media, yep. and then somebody pointed out, "Hey, dude, he might be your next coach, so be careful." Yeah, you know when he got canned. So we'll see. Um, funny for him if he if he gets stuck back there with him, you know, maybe he'll come back here. I hope he does. I hope he goes. <laughs> no, nah, I hope he goes to Cleveland just because for that storyline. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. Stay over there and figure it out. And that would be like a real Cleveland thing to do. Oh, for sure. Hire the the, the coach that hates one of your players already, and then set yep. the franchise back after they started showing promise. Dude, speaking of hating your players, how's that? Um, Antonio Brown situation in in uh, Pittsburgh, bro. That's crazy. You know what? You know what I've been. I and we got a patent this, bro. I think I was really onto something. And one of the one of the most accurate things that I think I've ever come up with uh-huh. is my Palomalo effect. <laughs> okay. I think my Palomalo effect is very accurate. That sounds like a movie. I know. What's that it, movie? Uh, the, butterfly the butterfly effect. effect? Yeah. <laughs> but my Palomalo effect. I think no, it's an accurate. I think it's an accurate theory. And for those of you who, who don't remember or who didn't listen to that show, Palomalo effect is when you think of something, when something, when you think of the Steelers, for instance, that's the, yeah. the whole reason it came up. You think, oh, they have a great defense. They they, they have that 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 fake. Um, you have this belief in that yeah. they're a really good defensive team because when you think of them, you think of Palomalo, and he has something that stood out, that hair, mm-hmm. and you associate it. But they haven't been good on defense for a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And that's those are things that you initially, when you think of, oh, yeah, they're good, but then you really think about it. Like, wait, wait, they're not really that good. It's the Palomalo effect. You're fooled by something uh, superficial on the surface that has built it, it's um oh, what's that other there's another word for this that's the mandela effect kind of thing you know what i'm talking about well mandela effect is when you say someone's dead but they're still alive or vice yeah, versa yeah but but i'm saying it's it's something where but you're you, you believe that they're dead yeah. because of something else it's a mm-hmm. superficial front but it's actually uh totally different so the palomalo effect it's a glitch in the matrix yeah a glitch in the matrix we'll call it that uh palomalo mm-hmm. effect i think uh, applies to the dolphins i mean mm-hmm. the, the, the the hurricanes Steelers? and the, the hurricanes also oh, like, the hurricanes, everybody thinks okay. the hurricanes a lot of these uh, sorry, I mean, I'm going to upset a lot of guys that are Hurricane fans that still think that they can go back to the way they used to be newsflash. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, pa- Palomalo effect. But going back to Steelers, the Steelers are always looked at as an organization that has a lot of, you know, stability. The Rooney's a great owner and this and that. But I think that's also a little Palomalo effect, too, man. Like, they, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell sits out a whole season. You yeah. Know, who knows where he's going? No, but yeah, they, Antonio they, Brown. The culture in that locker room is... Taking a huge nosedive. Yeah, man. Since, since they were good. Mike Tomlin, you know, seems like he's still a good coach, but he seems like he's losing more and more control. Now Antonio Brown is saying I think he wants a lot to of that stuff, I think a lot of that stuff is beyond his control, though. Like, I think a lot of it is front office stuff, like refusing to play um, Le'Veon Bell. I, yeah. I don't think that, was, that wasn't his decision. You know what I mean? No, and I think actually not paying Le'Veon Bell. I thought, um, what's this kid's name the, who replaced him? Connor, James Connor. Connor, yeah. Did a great job. Carried my mm-hmm. one of my fantasy teams to the championship, bro. <laughs> you know, he he, he was had a like great a, season. He, he did have a great, great surprise. Season. And they already have. This is very similar to when Mike Wallace was offered a big deal by Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then he's like, "No, I want more money." Went to the Dolphins, and then they paid Antonio Brown instead. Yep. Juju Smith Schuster has proven to be a baller. He he won team and MVP. He won team MVP. And you got James Conner, who's like 
Bro, prove that but, he can carry the load. But Juju Smith-Schuster benefited off of Antonio Brown getting all the double teams I and shit you. like that. So. I get you. But you could say that that Antonio Brown was benefiting that Mike Wallace at the time. He was the, the number one receiver. Well, and I think Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown stepped in. But Antonio Brown has shown that uh, even getting double teamed and everything, he still would put up crazy numbers yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah, but, but when Mike Wallace was on the team, Mike Wallace was the, the alpha. Yeah. Mike Wallace was the number one dog. Um, Antonio Brown was in his third season, I think, when Mike Wallace dipped. So it's yeah. it's it's similar it's there, similar, yeah. and that's that's one thing that is not Palomalo effect is that the Steelers draft well. They find these guys that yeah. are that are ballers. They 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 have good talent evaluators because you got it. Like I said, James Conner. I don't even know what college that guy came from. I forgot Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's one of those. Oh, he's one of those he grew guys? up in Pittsburgh. Okay. Played at Pittsburgh. Now he's with the Steelers. Now he's with the Steelers. Just you know, like homeboy from uh, Denver. Yeah, that Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, man. So, and then you have uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, who's just you know, wow, bro, that guy. Did you did you, you see just that coming? Say that Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, he's got a dope name. <laughs> Super not overrated. Juju on name. that beat. I yeah, love Juju. it. And Juju on it. How's that song go? I forgot. Yeah. Juju on that beat. Yeah, bro. But how did it that's go? literally what it is. That's yeah. all it says. No, there's other stuff, but okay. that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster. But uh, but yeah, so <laughs> Steelers, Antonio Brown. Now. Say it one more time. Juju Smith-Schuster. Have you seen Juju Smith's sister? Have you seen Juju Smith's sister? No. Me either. Oh. Juju Smith's sister's sister. <laughs> Juju Smith's sister's sister. That's Schuster a tongue twister sister. right there. Juju Smith's sister's sister. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Overrated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little overrated. Yeah, a little overrated on the tongue twister. Anyway, um, Antonio Brown, would you like to see him come to the Dolphins? Would you like to see the Dolphins make a play for that? Fuck yeah. Yeah? Yeah, bro. Even though, like, now... Bro, I don't care how much of a cancer he is. We have a great cancer hospital here in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't give a fuck. Bring that motherfucker to Miami, now, please. You know, you know Ryan Clark? Um, oh, wash his car. Ryan Clark from ESPN? Yeah. I was. Uh, I heard a soundbite of his. And he was talking earlier this season, I think at the beginning of the season, talking mm-hmm. about when Antonio Brown, um, when Mike Wallace was leaving and Antonio Brown was becoming the, the, the alpha, mm-hmm. Ryan, uh, Ryan Clark was on the team, and he was talking about that as soon as he signed that contract, he told everybody, he's like, yo, watch out. This guy's... This is the next diva right here, bro. Yeah. This guy's just and that instantaneously as soon as he got his first pay there, yeah. that he was like, "Yo, I'm the franchise." He was starting to argue with coaches, this and that. And apparently, that's what's happening now is he's just arguing with yeah. with management and everybody. And he's like, "Yo, I'm the boss and the boss." And it's like, yep. I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. Who knows what the next coach is gonna be too that can handle it? Yeah. But yeah, I'm like you. Fuck it, bro. Throw him in the pit, man. Let him let him play. Let him play it out. Not that pit. The, the good no, pit. Throw okay. him in the player's pit. <laughs> and uh, you know, I saw you, bro. <laughs> I was like, what? what? No, I don't want to. <laughs> so so I want to see that. I want to see what how that transitions. But now, um, speaking of uh, of call, uh, wait, was it on Colin that I heard? That? I think it was on Colin Cowherd that I heard that. Uh-huh. Another thing that I heard on Colin Cowherd, which I thought was pretty crazy. Um, you know, I like him. I know you don't like him, but I, I like him. He says some stupid shit sometimes. And yeah, today he I says some stupid can't. shit. He was talking about. Um. Uh, what's this boy? Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he was talking about Patrick Mahomes, and I don't know what the final stat numbers were, but I know he finished with over five thousand yards yep. and at least fifty touchdowns. Yeah, he's essentially a rookie. Yeah, this is he his first started season. One starting. game last season. Uh huh. One game. He's a rookie. I don't give a shit if he sat a year. He's a rookie. If Ben Simmons can sit out a whole year and still be considered a rookie when he comes in and play next season, this guy's a rookie still. Okay. And, bro, I don't think we realize how freaking incredible it is what we saw with this kid, no, it's bro. It's amazing. It's like when Russell Westbrook uh, had the triple-double season. Yeah. How it's, but it's even crazier because Russell Westbrook didn't do that his rookie season. Exactly. It's like, is, it's like if he would have done that his rookie season. This is Dan Marino, the closest thing to this. And I, I, 
I've you know me. I'm not a big Marino fan, but I've always said that the greatest one of the greatest things that Marino did or anyone ever did in football was his sophomore season when he threw for all, when he threw for 5084 yards, I believe was the record at the time. Yeah. And he he threw 44 48 touchdowns I think was the record at the time. Those numbers at the time he blew away. Yeah. Like nobody had ever thrown that much. Nobody had ever thrown that many touchdowns. Like yeah. he literally changed the game. Yeah. And he did and that as a sophomore. That's still and that's still more impressive because of the era of football that they played in. Yes, but still, still even crazy. with still the crazy. era, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that this surpasses it because you think so. Yeah, bro. Nah, I don't think so. I it, I think it does. But I think it's Hashtag close. Hashtag overrated. But I think no. it's not. It's not overrated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not overrated. But it's still it's impressive as fuck. Like I, if, yeah. if like if Dan's it's, on it's, a scale from one, one through a, ten is one a B. ten. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's one A one B. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's way more impressive. No, no. But no. I'm gonna say that what Patrick Mahomes has done this season is seriously one of the greatest things we've ever seen in football and not and everybody's taking it's it for insane. granted. A lot of people are taking it for granted. One of those people that's taking it for granted is this dumbass Colin Coward. You know why? Cuz uh, he a, a lot of people out there are um like oh, he's got to pay his dues kind no, of no, people. You know that. what I mean? Fuck, fuck that, man. If you This kid came if in If you here, ball out, you ball out. You balled out and you came in and you changed the way everybody watches the game, you changed the way everybody plays the game and you changed the way everybody understands the game. Like he people didn't understand that you could do that as a quarterback. This yeah. is what Mike Vick was supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mobility, throwing it, everything. Dude, he was playing NFL blitz out there, man. He was putting up Madden numbers. This is insane, the kind of shit that he was doing. Yeah. And he's, and and I'd understand it maybe if he came from like Alabama and he came from, a, no, he came from Texas Tech. Yeah. Cliff Clingsbury was his coach, you know? Yeah. Which, hey, Dolphins, look at that guy. But anyway, yeah. what do I know? <laughs> um, but, the, but Patrick Mahomes, anyway, going back to Colin, he's, he was talking about how, no, no, no. Patrick Mahomes is too. He's like, I give him credit. He was downplaying the success. I give him credit, but he's a little too short. I don't like the no look pass thing. You know, he's like, yeah. I want my quarterbacks to know what, what they're doing out there. That's Get why my vote for MVP is Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a great guy and everything, but no, fuck off with that, bro. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, get out of here. Colin Coward, throw him in the pit, please. Please, oh, please, wait. please, please. Wait, where's my pit sound? Oh, no. There it is. Pew. Pew. Oh. <laughs> so let me see if I can pull it up here and. and there you go. Good, 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 <laughs> for good measure there, just in case he thought he was going to get out. Um, let me see if I can pull up the uh, the stats that I had. on. Here we go. Drew Brees. Now, I had Drew Brees on my fantasy football team, okay? And yeah. I'm not trying to say, oh, because he sucked at fantasy or he was great at fantasy. That's not even. Not he, still, he still had a good season. He had a great yeah. season. And I'm not determining value on there. But in the last four weeks of the season, okay, his last four – the last five weeks, because he didn't play week 17. So, um. Uh, week 13 through 16. So those last four weeks that he did play, he, he, uh, the most yards he threw for was his last game, 326 yards, but he threw for three touchdowns in three games. That's it, total. And yeah. one game uh, entirely didn't even throw a touchdown. Now, the teams won, I think, most of those games, if not all of them. Um, but the point is, he's not that valuable. When you can sit back and you have, you know, he's obviously more experienced. He's a great quarterback. I'll give you Lifetime Achievement Award all day, bro. And you know? also, they have packages where they bring in the backup quarterback. Yes, they has a backup you know I mean? quarterback that 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 you know can offset some of the plays. Mm-hmm. You got Alvin Kamara, you got Mark Ingram, you got these two horses behind you that are carrying a lot of weight. This dude lost Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and then you got Damian Williams, who was a Dolphin castaway a few years mm-hmm. ago. Spencer Ware back there. Yeah, um, you got a lot of like what the fucks back behind him. They didn't miss a beat, bro. Yeah, they were still juju on that beat. You know what I'm saying? They were still <laughs> killing it, bro. Like I don't understand. How this guy was putting it up, and in the only bad thing about Patrick Mills, he sounds like Kermit the Frog, like <laughs> fucked up, you know. Like, I, I, that's 
that's seriously what's holding him back. Yeah. I, I think that's a real big, uh, you know, block. But anyway, Colin Cowherd, what he was talking about, Patrick Mahomes, I was just like, are you kidding me, man? Like, I but don't. That, that's 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 one of the reasons why I don't like Colin. I no, feel but like, I yeah, like, I feel that. like you gotta. S- I get no, no, no. why he does it, and he, it yeah, gets he does me it, angry, he, and that's why I want to listen to him more. In yeah, some he sense. does. He does it for the for the well, yeah, get, to, to get people riled up. up. Like he doesn't. Call in and go, he doesn't you. really believe. That he better not. He doesn't really believe he that Mahomes not. take. Yeah, because you know what I mean. I think Drew Brees great season. I thought um, uh, Philip Rivers another great season. Yeah, the numbers were great, but dude, what we saw with this guy as a rookie was Marino esque, except yeah. even better, even better than Marino. He threw fifty fucking touchdowns, dude. Your yeah, first that's year. Insane. That's insane. I don't think Troy Aikman ever threw more than 30-something. I think he never got to 40. That's crazy. And there's a lot of quarterbacks that have never touched 40. And yeah. he beat that in his first season by 10 or more. You know, yeah. like, get the fuck out of here, bro. That's just bananas, bro. And, and, and oh, and then the, the crazy number, his last, he's the only guy to throw for 5,000 yards uh-huh. in college and in the NFL. Yep. And he did it pretty much in back-to-back seasons. His last season at uh, what was he? Texas Tech. Texas Tech, yeah. And then this being his, you know, essentially his rookie season now with um, with uh, Chiefs. So yep. now quickly, Gus here. In the 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 wild card weekend is this weekend. They always say the divisional round is always the best round. That's always the most exciting. But uh, looking at this uh, at these matchups here in in the wild card weekend, we got Indy at Texans. Okay. Yes. Seattle. That's, like, that's an exciting one. I, the, I think the matchups are actually very exciting across the board here. You got Indy at Texans, right? So yeah. you got Deshaun Watson hosting uh, Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck yeah. right? Oh, and this guy was talking about, he's like, I still got Andrew Luck as a better quarterback, more my kind of quarterback. Yeah, okay, you can have Frank and Luck, bro. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes right now. Okay? Oh, for sure. So hot right now. Um, so you got Indy goes to uh, Houston. Kind of curious to see how that works. It's a divisional matchup. Yeah. In the same division, these guys are no strangers to each other. I don't know who won the matchup earlier in the season or who had the season um, record or victory who won those games. But I know Indy won one of them. Indy won one of them? Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be interesting. The In the other match, you got Seattle at the Cowboys. Now, Seattle, I got to give it to Pete Cow, bro. That guy got rid of yep. a lot of players. Yep. Changed a lot of things over there. Everybody thought, oh, he lost control. Yo. Dude, Seattle is like Patriots light. In a, in a sense, it, yeah. they're turning into it. Yeah. They're turning into it. This version is very much Patriots light. Yep. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to go with, give me Brady. He's like, give me Wilson, and I'll find pieces around him. Yeah. You know? Um, oh, going back to the Texans, I, I don't have the stat in front of me, but DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Not a single drop pass this season. That's awesome. How bananas is that, bro? They didn't drop a single pass this That's season. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? Unfucking believable, bro. Wow. Yeah, how many? Uh, I don't think there's a single game where Devontae Parker doesn't drop a pass. You know, <laughs> it's another guy. I can't wait till he leaves. Um, but anyways, back to Seattle at Dallas. This is interesting. A couple weeks ago, we talked about Dallas. Are you gonna pay Dak mm-hmm. Prescott a lot of money? You know, he's like the he's the cheapest. I think the top six highest paid quarterbacks. Uh-huh. None of them made the playoffs. None of them. Yeah. None of them made the playoffs. None of them made the playoffs. And one of That's the cheapest crazy. quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, makes like six hundred and something, eighty six hundred eighty thousand a year. Still on his rookie contract. Still on his rookie yeah. contract. So maybe he makes he makes less than Mahomes. Yes. Oh, because he was drafted Mahomes, a lot yeah. later. That's Mahomes right. That's is right. a first right. round yeah. pick. Um, but that being said, if the Cowboys can pull this off, yeah, then maybe I start thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe he's worth this. Maybe I don't think he's gonna be worth that twenty nine, twenty five million. They're gonna they're gonna pay him yeah, yeah but if 
But you gotta you gotta give him a nice contract. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Who do you who do you got in the who do you got in the first game? India Texans. I got Texans. Texans. Yeah. I'm gonna go with, bro. Hurts me to pick against uh my boy Ty. I but. know, I know, but just to be a contrarian, I'll, I'll go Indy. Why not? All right, I'll, I'll go Indy on that cool. one. Okay, Seattle. At I wouldn't be Cowboys. I wouldn't be upset either way. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so because I, I want to see Deshaun Watson, see what he can do. Exactly. Um, Seattle at Cowboys. We got Seattle. Seattle. Yep. Bro, I'm gonna go with my Cowboy fans, bro. Yeah. I'm, this is this one's for Manny. This one's for Nate. This is for Ugly Girl. I got a lot of <laughs> Cowboy fans. I'm rooting with the Cowboys on that one. Um. Okay. Next matchup: Chargers at Ravens. I got Chargers. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think the Chargers are the better team, but yeah. dude, this Ravens at home. Yeah. Lamar Jackson the, and still don't have enough tape. I feel like yeah. they're holding him back. Like they still haven't unleashed the beast yet. Yeah. You know, I still think there's stuff there that we haven't seen. So it's exciting. We'll see. Um, I think the Chargers are going to win that game. And I think I'm vindicated by saying that the Dolphins should have drafted Lamar oh, yeah, Jackson last season. We, we, we missed out on Rosen. We missed out on Jackson. We're, we're a couple idiots. You know, not gonna, well, they're a couple idiots, not us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now here's a here's a very interesting matchup. The uh, the last one in Walkard Weekend is Eagles at Bears. Nick Folio, bro. Nick Foles again. This is crazy. Deja vu all over again, bro. Yeah, you know it is. What what the if fuck? what if he wins the Super Bowl again? They're gonna have they they're gonna have to get rid of Carson Wentz. Do you though? Of course, and then he falls right into the Dolphins' laps. Come oh, on, no way. <laughs> I think honestly, in that scenario, I think they'd get rid of Foles. Yeah, I think so. I th- it's it's one of those upside and timing things. I think the upside is still they, better with they Wentz. Can't, yeah, they can't fuck up that uh that uh trade, uh what's it called value twice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they gotta man. So we'll see. Yeah, but it's it's Nick Foles and the Eagles who backed in and snuck into the playoffs, uh-huh. going against a solid defense. And they were having a shitty season. I don't know how yeah, they snuck they, in. They snuck in, bro. Crazy. Nick Foles again, yeah. bro. Um, I got the Eagles though. You got the Eagles over the Bears. Yeah. In Chicago. Yeah. All right. In the, when it comes to Trubisky versus Foles, I got to go with the Super Bowl winner. Uh-huh. Um, but this game kind of reminds me of last season when the Eagles beat another good NFC Central uh, powerhouse with Minnesota. a great defense, Minnesota. Yep. They went in there and slapped that ass, you know? Yeah, man. So I'm kind of with you. I got to go Eagles on that. But if the Bears win, then, then I'll be – I think this is my buy or sell game on the Bears. Yeah. If the Bears win, I'm buying. They're pretty good. You yeah. can beat this Eagles team that's think, super hot right now. I think the Bears I'm are fired. good. Bears are good win or lose. Yeah, they're, I think so, but I'm a little more sell as far as going into the playoffs. Yeah. I'm a little more sell than buy. So anyway, that's the uh that's what we got going on with the uh with the NFL there. Yep. Uh, but yeah, really, really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. I'm excited. I wanna see, you know, the the NFL offseason is coming up now. We got drafts, we got combines. You're gonna be at the uh, why don't you tell people where you're gonna Whoops. be here? You're gonna be at the East West. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna Shrine be. At, game? I'm gonna be at the East West Shrine game coming up in a couple of weeks, and then the week after that, going to the Senior Bowl. Man, where's that mobile? Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. Oh man, yeah, sure man. got a burning gonna, mouth there, Gustavo. I'm gonna meet all those, uh, those all those fine bomb fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Paul. I'll tell you why Alabama's the greatest team ever. None of that <laughs> war damn eagle coming around here. It's roll tide roll. Man, we heard a lot of that. That's how it is. We heard a lot. Of, yeah. And so uh, what did we do this past uh, Saturday night? Gus? Yeah, man. Last Saturday we were at the Orange Bowl. Yep. Yeah, man. We saw Bama versus Oklahoma. That was a good game. You think so? I do think so. I thought it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, man. I it was but was overrated. it close? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was not overrated. It was totally overrated. No way. I don't think the game was overrated. Um, but what do you think of Bama? My obviously dominated do the game think, do you, exactly do you think it was close 
These people were up yeah, it was, an, it, was nothing. it was an 11 point game at the end of the game. Yeah, and but it was, and it's yeah, not like. Yeah, but they set the tone. Yeah, but it was 28 nothing early. Yeah. Like I tweeted out, hey, Madden rules. First also, quarter ended and they were listen, down 21 nothing. Also, know, you I, f- I feel like at the beginning of the game, Bama was getting every call. Every, so? Oh yeah, dude. It's like that that fumble on the one yard line well, at the beginning of the game. Well, it looked like the guy's elbow was down. Eh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's them getting the call. If, they, that, if, it, if the replay showed the elbow wasn't down and they gave it to him like it was down, yeah. then it would be getting the call. I think it was down. I just think I it guess. didn't go in favor. But remember, two there's a lot of stuff like that. But two what? Like the very first play from scrimmage hits that that that, that little swing pass and that guy yeah. takes it like fifty yards. I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma's defense. Garbage, garbage, cheese, trash. Swiss cheese, bro. Yeah, man. Like Holds that, de- that defense does not deserve to be in the college yeah. football playoff. Yeah. I think if Oklahoma has a a decent defense, mm-hmm. like any any decent SEC defense, put them on Oklahoma's team. Yeah. Oklahoma beats Alabama. Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. That's. Hmm, we'll see. I don't know. I I I'll tell you what. This is the first time I ever saw Alabama play in person. Yeah. And that was Me the machine. Too. That was the machine, bro. Yeah, dude. Nick Saban broke his headset. <laughs> broke his headset during the game when he was mad that one of his players missed an assignment or missed or messed up a play. Yeah. It didn't cost him any points. And they were up 21 nothing. And he got so mad at that kid that he broke the headset. Like yeah. that's this guy is at another level, bro. Yeah, like man. this guy's just Nick Satan is at another level. Um I know there's a lot of still butthurt, you know, dolphin fans that he, mm-hmm. you know, he ditched us. And at the game I turned <laughs> into a butthurt fan. I, I did. During <laughs> yeah. the game, I was like, Nick Satan, you suck. You know, like, I, I was mad, but I've said it before on the show, and yeah. I'll say it now that I'm not at the game. You know what? He left us, but he, what he became after he left us is just, bro, he did the right thing, bro. You know, like, he seriously. He did, he did the right thing for bro, himself, dude, yeah. this Alabama is a dynasty, and it's a decade-long dynasty. It's not yeah. a short-stint dynasty. This is a decade of dominance by this Alabama, Alabama, <laughs> Alabama program. It's just, yeah. bro, and... A lot of these guys go into the pros and they don't become much. Yeah. It's not the NFL factory that the Canes was. At least it wasn't the I'm not gonna say NFL factory. It mm-hmm. is an NFL factory. A lot yeah. of these guys are getting drafted. It's not a, a of, it's not a Hall of Fame factory. It's not a Hall of Fame, it's not a Pro Bowl factory. Yeah. Like it was with the with the Hurricanes, exactly. you know, during their peak years. Exactly. Um, more on that later, but uh but it is impressive. Yeah. It was a machine, bro. It is impressive, man. To, uh, it's crazy you, to see. You you we were talking about it at the game. Kyler Murray looked great. Yeah. Because he was scrambling and running for his life and mm-hmm. making plays happen. Yeah. Tua, when you looked at it, was almost flawless. Just but chilling. He was just chilling out there, bro. Yeah. But he was dropping dimes, man. Like, yeah. dude is. I think it also looks prettier when you're left handed. I think a lefty yeah. quarterback, I think it's because it looks unnatural, so it looks pretty. It's <laughs> it looks weird. weird. Yeah. So weird. I think, like Steve Young, I used to love watching Steve Young, Mike Vick throw. Mm. It's just, when you see the lefty, just it's just it's odd. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, I was I was definitely impressed with Alabama, Oklahoma. Yeah, it was cool, but dude, they were the fourth team. The other three, yeah. you know, Notre Dame was the the number three, and Clemson was the number two. But there was obviously which I think they got that wrong. What do you mean, Notre Dame, bro? They just but here's they the just thing. shat all over themselves. They did, they did. They're they're kind of phony. But could you make the case for 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 Oklahoma? No, because could Notre Dame was is, was undefeated. Did you make the case for Georgia that, that they should have mm-hmm. been in? They fucking got beat last night by Texas. Yeah, they got their ass whooped by you Texas. Know? Like, I think uh, I think what's happening is that there is a huge not a, okay. I'm not gonna say huge, but there's a big gap between mm-hmm. 
Alabama and Clemson. Uh, I thought you were going to say Tom Hanks and, uh, everybody, <laughs> and everyone else. Between Alabama and Clemson. Was Would you Tom say Hanks. it's a 30% gap? It's about a 30% gap. And then, uh, <laughs> and then everybody else. Yeah. And the other thing that they were, um, that I noticed is there's with all this talk about expanding the playoffs, I think I see two sides of it. I think if you expand it, you might water it down because the dominance and the parity is so lopsided yeah. that Oklahoma is going to steamroll anybody. The only way that expanding it would make sense is if the upsets happen. Yeah. If there's an upsets, then it makes it happen. But there hasn't been any in any of these years that we've had the 14 playoff. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty much the best. I mean, we're getting Clemson, Alabama here for the fourth year in a row. Yeah. You know, third time in a in a, in the in the in the in the final, and you know, last season it was a semifinal. Um, well, you can argue that the first time Clemson beat Alabama. Yeah. That it was an upset. You yeah, can argue but, that. But they've but they've proven that they're in a class. Yeah. With Alabama, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. They've taken their shots. They've, they, they're able to go toe-to-toe with them. But I think if you – people – and here's, here's where I was going to get at. This guy on the radio was saying um, that he had an idea on how to fix this. Mm-hmm. He says – he's like, I don't think we need a playoff expansion. I think we need a playoff reduction. You know, he was talking about leaving it two teams, uh-huh. but then having um, – instead of all these extra bowl games – all these unnecessary. Because here's the other problem with all these bowl games. UCF played against uh, Florida, uh, not Florida, LSU. LSU. Yeah. LSU. One of their best players didn't play because he was um, going pro, and yeah. he was like, "This game is meaningless." UCF was playing, but they were playing with their uh, backup, backup quarterback. quarterback yeah. Milton got hurt. Um, they were playing for pride. You could even make the case that Georgia yesterday against against Texas was like, "What are we playing for other than pride?" But they yeah. their aspirations for anything were gone the week before. So you get these matchups in these big bowl games that are watered down and don't carry the same weight. Mm-hmm. So how do you remedy that? And I think I kind of agree with this. Check this out. Less bowl games. Maximum of four teams from every conference that can play in a bowl game. Okay. So you don't get these power conferences that were, you have, a, you know, you win six games, you're bowl eligible. No. Yeah. You got to... So it makes those late season, regular season games mm-hmm. all more important because now you're playing to get into the bowl. It's not a predetermined number. You're playing to get into the bowl. And then at the same time, cut, you cut back on a lot of these unnecessary bowls. You know what I mean? Yeah. As much as we like FIU and everything, mm-hmm. it's great for us because we like it. But there was 14,000 people watching that Bahama Bowl. Yeah. And some of these well, bowl I mean, games are like fucking F- FIU still would have become bowl eligible exactly. because they were one of the top four teams they were in the one conference. of the top four yeah. but i'm saying it's it's very watered down with these things yeah. and i think you would improve the quality it's one of those addition by subtraction kind of things yes so i was curious what do you think about that do you kind of agree with uh with colin there a little bit as far as i think there's some some good points there i think there's some good ideas Yeah, i mean i've heard a lot of different ideas and a lot of them have their good and bad points you know what i mean but um yeah i don't think that's there's anything terribly crazy about doing that you know are you more in favor for that or for an expansion to like eight teams in the playoffs i do think that a lot of that or if you're if you're not going to invite if you're not if the non-power five conference schools are going to have zero chance of making the playoffs Mm -hmm. then just create a different division where all the where just the power five conference schools are in a division by themselves okay you know and then all and then you have like a second division with the non-power five conference schools because what's the point What's the point of being in the same division as another school if you have zero chance, even if you run the table two years in a row? Yeah. You know what I mean? I get you. But I think actually this addition by subtraction thing Mm -hmm. would actually benefit those schools, you know, because now 
those not to make the playoffs, spots, yeah, not those, for a national championship. I don't know. Maybe it does because if you're only could take in four teams from every conference, uh-huh. you're, those are spots that are going out, and you might be forced to pluck one of these other teams. I think I, I don't play think them. I don't think the. I would say I, fucking I don't think cut the, it to uh, three teams, bro. Three teams <laughs> from every conference for sure. Yeah, I don't think the resolution lies in restructuring the postseason. I think it lies in the regular season, forcing these Power Five conference schools to play. You know the UCFs, uh, the USFs, all these other schools that have that have had a good. You know, yeah. like like um, how the NFL does. How every season one uh, division plays against another division, okay. and all those all the teams in this division play all the teams in that division kind of thing. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? There's geographic. Yeah. I see it. The other argument that I liked or the possible solution mm-hmm. was do away with um, conference championship games yeah. and start the playoffs there. Yeah. That's, so that's start, another one that makes so sense. Start it there. Don't, don't I have a conference champion to determine that this team is better? No. Have those teams start it with a, a, a start the playoffs earlier, uh-huh. do it to eight teams, but then have the playoffs start where you would have your conference championship weeks, yeah. you know, have instead of why, why are you going to determine that a 10 and 0 team is going to play a seven and three team from the opposite division to determine yeah. a conference champion? No, have the 10 and 0 team play another 10 and 0 team from another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So figure out a way Just, to do you know, it that way. That's none of this. None of this is ever going to happen though. Cause there's too much money to be lost. That's, so. that's the, that's, that's the big, you know, uh, mm-hmm. factor in all this is that it's it's money and yeah. they're never going to give that up but if they can find a way to make that money up then bro go for it make it a better product make money make yeah. money now speaking of making money and not making money and making a better product here locally uh Miami hurricanes yeah had they were in the news they too also lost the coach in the same um weekend pretty yep. much uh, when was when did that the was unexpected? Break? Very unexpected. Was it? And he Saturday? wasn't fired. No, no. Was it Saturday or Sunday? That, I think it was uh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was my, my, all of a sudden, Mark Rick. Well, Saturday was their bowl game, no? I don't even remember now. I think they played Saturday. Yeah, it might New have York. been Friday. I think it was Sunday then. Maybe Friday or Saturday. But Mark Rick all of a sudden came out and abruptly showed up at the uh, office and told the athletic director, "said Hey, bro, um, I'm retiring." Yeah. And by retiring, he forfeits any severance or mm-hmm. any resignation or any of that stuff. Yeah. So he was just a clean break. Hey, bro, yeah. I'm done. I was thank you, but no thank you. And this came a couple weeks after Manny Diaz, who is liked a, by a lot of people. It was down a few here. days after, man. Well, was Manny, no, Manny Diaz actually had his his press conference for the game mm-hmm. for the for Temple, like about a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, almost. Okay. And he took the job, but it was like a couple weeks at least since he took the job. Okay. And but he stayed on to coach through the bowl game. Yeah. So he was gonna stay with the team through the bowl game. Which kind of led me to believe now, looking at it, hindsight 2020, maybe he knew something was up. Because why else would you stick around to see something through if, unless you thought that there was a hope that something might happen? But I don't think, I think it, maybe it happened later than he expected. But anyway, Mark Rick retires. He says adios after three seasons, which when you actually look at it. I think, uh, uh, to ahead. piggyback on what you said. Maybe Rick told him, hey, look, man, if we lose this bowl game and they ask me to fire certain people, I'm just going to step down and you can take over. But if not, then you should go ahead and take this temple job. Yeah. You know? Could be. Could have yeah. been some inside info there. Yeah. A little Martha Stewart. Um, <laughs> now, he, uh, so the game, so the, so the move happens. Top five white collar crime, Martha oh, Stewart? Oh, yeah. Top, top five, five white collar crime. Top five white collar crime, yeah. What do you think, Sandalia? Top what five white collar crime? Uh, yeah. What about that Ponzi guy? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, Shapiro. Nevin Shapiro? Nevin Shapiro. No, no. no, the, no. the original Ponzi guy. 
Oh. No, the guy from here. The, like, the, guy, the Mets guy. Bernie oh. Madoff. Bernie yeah, Madoff. Bernie Madoff, yeah. I know somebody who, like, they found out that they were auctioning all his stuff, and uh-huh. they thought that it was going to be, like, a long line. So she and her husband went, and they ended up, like, buying, like, a shitload of his stuff. Nobody was there? <laughs> Nobody was there. I That's guess they, awesome. they didn't announce it in time or something like that, or they didn't Damn. make a big deal out of it. And she ended up being, like, on the news, carrying, like, his lamps and, like, some loafers. She got some robes. Got Bernie made Damn, off we should have gone to that. Yeah, she made off with a lot of stuff. <laughs> made <off>. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the funny thing is that she she won't sell it. She's like, no, I love this stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong sound. <laughs> oh well, you know, as soon as as soon as my finger went down, I'm like, oh, this is the wrong one. That's I was like, what Fuck she it. said. I'm committed. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> guys, bad. So, uh, <laughs> so okay, so. Now, going back to this week, so Mark Rick says adios, but looking back at his tenure, three seasons, he gave us that nice little hope with the 10-0 start, uh-huh. got us as high as number two in the rankings, did win a Coastal, played in an ACC championship game, took us to what, the Orange three bowl. bowl games? Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. Three, three bowl, bowl games. games. Gave one, us our first bowl win since 2005 or something, something like, like that. Yeah. When we beat West Virginia two yeah. seasons ago. Um, then we played in the Orange Bowl last season, and then this season, yeah. the Pinstripe Bowl. Um, like if you're one of these idiots that's upset with Mark Rick, you're an idiot because he yeah. he like he brought back a lot of good feelings. You know, it's it's not what we expected, yeah, or what we hoped it would be. But damn, you know, it's not the dumpster fire that was Al Golden. No, for you know sure, I mean? for sure, for sure. The only thing is, I think there was a little bit of um, a lack of of excitement when it came to the offense. At, at all yeah. during this his three years where we ever like wow we're really good at offense oh no never where we had an excitement so i don't know if that's more of a testament to his play calling his play style his offensive philosophy mm-hmm. or more no, of just, a representation of the talent that he had on his team we I just think it's don't that. have good players i think it's that just there's no no qb no qb you know you know we which is why man which is why i wish um uh, what, uh, what's her what's her dude's name by Felicia? I wish he would have came back for just another one oh, more Brad season. Kaya? Yeah. Brad Kaya, man. I think I think yeah, I think if Kaya came back for one more season, it would have been a different outcome. Yeah, but it is what it is. That's what we have. And yeah. now, what happened was Rick retires, and for like five hours, it's chaos here in South Florida. Everybody's <laughs> wondering who's going to be the next coach. Yeah. Let's talk about Rex, Rex Ryan. Ryan. Uh, the coach from Syracuse, there was a coach from uh, Mike Leach, from Washington, all these things. And then at the end, in the most embarrassing of ways, I think, mm-hmm. we ended up with another Temple coach as the fucking <laughs> coach of the game. You Canes. can't call him another He's Temple another coach. Come Temple on. Coach. He's exactly that. Get he was the coach here. of Temple for like two weeks. They promoted now, their defensive coordinator. And here's the thing, man. All right. And here's where I'm going to get a little, I might upset some, some Hurricane fans here, man. I've been saying it for the last few weeks, uh, for a while now. We had a yeah. discussion about, I think we are at a disadvantage. Geographically, the Hurricanes are challenged. You know, they're what this isn't Alabama, where Alabama has all the funds. You know, Alabama is yeah. a loaded, it's a rich college. Of course. They're, Texas they're, is the richest of all the Division One colleges. They have yeah. so much buku money over mm-hmm. there because of their boosters or donors and all that stuff. UM doesn't have that. We no. don't have the facilities. We See, don't have a lot of things. Canes need to find the Nevin Shapiros and keep them under control. Exactly. What the fuck we, are you doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Canes are suffering from really bad Palomalo effect. Where, yeah. we, where Canes fans think that 
we're still good and we can get back to being good if certain things go right. Mm -hmm. And I think this whole Mark Rick thing is actually more of a representation of what we're going to be from now on yeah. than, than not. I think that's who we are, bro. We're going to be a team that could make a little run. We're still going to get a little better athletes than some of the other schools in the area, mm -hmm. but we're not going to be at that level as an Alabama, yeah. as a Texas, as a USC, none of these other big money schools, man. Tell we you, don't man, have the geography. I said a long time ago, uh, not FIU, UM needs to partner up with Miami-Dade College to create a <laughs> JUCO program for them. Yeah, but, you know the problem, these, but the problem <laughs> is if Miami-Dade College, Miami College actually had a good JUCO football program, then it would make sense. But to build one from scratch, they don't have that. Man, now, well, because there's actually... become one. No, but the thing is, there's actual good JUCO programs out there that are in football yeah, yeah. In, uh, across the nation. I, yeah. I don't, None of them are in South Florida. You, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers played at a JUCO and then transferred to California. Uh -huh. I think he was at Butt University, Butte. I think he played at Montana or Butte, or Butte something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Aaron Rodgers came from So there are products of that. But the problem with the Hurricanes, and this is where people get upset, is that, dude, you got to face the facts, man. This is competition by geography. Mm -hmm. You're now the, the big pool, the big lake that was Orlando down the, to, to the Keys yeah. that used to be prime real estate for the Hurricanes to recruit all the best players. You're sharing that lake now with UCF. Look at what they've done. Mm -hmm. USF, who's been as high as number two in the rankings in the last few years. Yep. You know, UF is now thinking... Now, UF has more balls now because now they're like, hey, if everybody else is fishing there, we're going to go fish there too. Yep. FSU's coming down. And hell, Butch Davis down here has got the most wins in school history in two seasons at yeah. FIU. He's gone around and turned around a, a you know small program into something that's not obviously as big as UM or as successful, mm -hmm. but poses a threat because exactly. now they're fishing in the same lake as you. Exactly. You know? And you know what? When you're not doing well and he's doing better, it's more of an it's more appealing to these fish to go, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hang out over here with this guy. Look, is it crazy to think that FIU might beat UM next season? It's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. It's not likely, exactly. but it's not that crazy. Exactly. You know? Um, I thought he was returning a lot of guys. Yeah. And they got a quarterback that's going to be coming into the second mm -hmm. year now with James Morgan. You yep. got a lot of uh, optimism there. But still, the, the UM should win that game, no problem. But yeah. would it surprise us? But who's going to be UM's quarterback? Exactly, <laughs> you know? bro. You know? There's so much uncertainty going into next season. But the thing with UM fans that that's, that's you know, it's tough. It's like, yo, guys, you gotta, you're not these other schools that can just... Do it back again. You, yeah. you, it's this Palomalo effect. You're still thinking. It's like that meme. You know, it used to be cool in the 80s or VCRs, and they still think it's cool or whatever. You know, the, the Jeopardy one? I don't oh, know fuck, what you're talking man. about. I messed it up. <laughs> anyway, uh, but there's it, people still think that they're uh, that the Hurricanes are cool and, it, and that, that they can rebound and fix things yeah. easy. And no. it's not that easy, dude. It's not easy. It's going to take a lot of work. It's not that easy when you have the academic restrictions that you have at UM. It's, it's a tougher mm -hmm. academic school. Yeah. You know? If why go to UM when I can go to UCF or USF, play as a freshman exactly. right away? I'm getting enough exposure. Yeah, that NFL factory that you guys that used to be the the Hurricanes, it's not as pumping as hard as it used to. Yeah, they're still getting players in the NFL. But I was uh, and I asked you this earlier, and I asked a couple of our friends. Yeah, since 2012, when T.Y. Hilton was drafted. Mm -hmm. Name me a better hurricane than that, that, that that's in the NFL that was drafted since 2012. That's better than T.Y. Hilton. Can't can't think of one. I can't think of one. Yeah, maybe Vernon comes to mind. Maybe some O line there, but there's no one with that. Like no. T.Y. Hilton has proven to be a game changer in yeah. the NFL. Now he's Pro obvious. Border. 
he's obviously not every guy that comes out of FIU. He's an outlier. Exactly. But the point is, he's somebody that didn't go to UM mm-hmm. and went to FIU. Yeah. And other guys are going to see that. And other guys, FAU, we didn't even talk about them, dude. Devin yeah. Singletary led the nation in touchdown scored. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he was like third in yardage this season. Like, it's... Right. Al- have, Alfred Blue came out of FAU. Yeah, you got you got guys that are gonna ball out and that came out of these good things. The the, the Griffin kit twins, they came out of UCF. Our boy Justin yeah. Cray, you know, he's playing, you know, for starting now for the or well, studying for the Packers. Mm-hmm. He's from UCF. You got yeah. guys from all these schools. Um, so you got talent. And like I said, it's I think the bigger benefactors of all this is the UFs and the FSUs. Yeah. Because now they're coming into our territory to, mm-hmm. to say, hey, we we can this isn't this isn't just um. You gotta fight with Dude, all these guys. Why don't you come over here? You know? After the sh- after the incredibly shitty season that FSU had, they still out recruited University yeah. of Miami. That's the thing, man. How is that even possible? So which, which why are guys even looking at FSU right now? Yeah, bro. And you're wearing that stupid Garnett hat. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn spear. Um, and and don't get me wrong. I would love. I don't want to be seen as a as a hurricane hater now or something like. Oh no no. You oh you care about his FIU? No, bro. No, I'm just. I'm not blind to this shit. I yeah. see what's happening. It's fun when the hurricanes are good. Yeah, it is. Trust me. Yeah. I love it, bro. You know, but looking at what we've seen, I think this is as good as it gets for the hurricanes for a long time. Yeah. Unless something major happens, you know, and we find a guy that's able to to turn, you know, these 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 coals into diamonds better than anybody else. Then I don't think we're going to be hitting that. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't I think mean, we're going to be at that level. I know you're not huge on Manny Diaz right now. But that guy is the personification of what... Oh, he's super Miami. And don't get me wrong, because also Mark Rick was very religious and very... I think that... I honestly think that might have been a problem. Yeah. I think there's still... He wasn't swag enough? I think there might have been a lack of swag for Mark Rick that maybe that kind of the culture clash... If you look, all the swag was on the defensive side, which was what Manny Diaz controlled. The fucking turnover chain and all that shit. And I tell you, Manny Diaz, great defensive coordinator. Great guy. I think he's great at that. But we don't know that he's only great at that. I, I know, but but I'm but here's the thing: Miami is typically always known for going cheap. You know, yeah. they go cheap, or they go like, oh, and they got lucky with Mark Rick because he got let go from Georgia. You know, he got fired, and he became available, and yeah. there was the ties because he was an alumni and he used to play mm-hmm. here. So there was that tie, and we kind of got him. But it was again, it was the Philip Wheeler effect. You know, yeah. <laughs> we we put a little band aid. But he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a big name guy. He wasn't but a neither, guy that was going to game change. Neither were all the legendary UM coaches. Well, that's true. I'll give you that, that those other coaches built up their legacy. But it mm-hmm. was like, I, but it goes back to it was a different time back then. Yeah. You know, at that time when Jimmy Johnson came in, when Craig Erickson came in, mm-hmm. even when Butch Davis came in um, and, and Schellenberger came in, those big, you know, cane coaches at that time. There wasn't an a USF, yeah. an FAU, an no, FIU, Schnellenberger, UCF. Schnellenberger uh, built the the blueprint, and the yeah. rest of them followed it. Exactly. But now that blueprint doesn't work anymore. Exactly. So and it's, it's like Mark Man- Rick saying, "Oh, these plays yeah. worked for thirty years, and now they don't work." It's like, yeah. sorry, buddy. Like you know, exactly. times change, adapt. Exactly. But maybe Manny Diaz, Diaz look, could be the guy to adapt. He's a young guy. He's, he's got a young fresh guy. ideas. He's a young guy. But you know who I really would would have been the perfect fit is Mario Cristobal, bro. But he's not—he's not gonna leave no, Oregon know, to come here. No, I know, I know, obviously. But you would—you wouldn't think that Manny Diaz would have left Temple of to course. come here. Why ah, wouldn't he? Because he just—I don't know. I thought that was a shitty move for him. Really? Yeah. Dude. No way, man. You look bad now. Like the Temple you took a tempers, job and then you dude, fucking Temple almost—if if it wasn't for Magoo going down in the first fucking drive of that FIU versus Temple bowl yeah. game last year, yeah. FIU would have beat Temple last season. I know. Come but on. see, but here's here's my thing though. Now. All those Take temporary away. fans with their stupid hats on. <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> now think about this. Think about this. If you if you take away the fact that Mark Rick, you know, left and opened up this spot, mm-hmm. Manny Diaz as a candidate was good enough for a temple job. Yeah. Now, because of his ties to UM and because he was the turnover chain guy and the success that he had here, we're building him up like, oh, he's the answer. But in essence, I don't think people I, 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 I think, feel I don't think people there are some idiots out there that are, that are like, oh, yeah, many ideas. He's going to turn it around. There's but, a lot but, of that. dude. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, idiots. of that online. But there's a lot of idiots in every every fan base. You know what I mean? But I don't think LeBron fans. <laughs> <laughs> City, talking to the mic. It's right in front of you. Those LeBron fans. There you go. Those LeBron fans. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Manny Diaz, uh, we should give him an opportunity to prove himself. I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. I just feel like this was the perfect, this was again when, um, fuck, it was the, when Golden, you know, when we can Golden and we yeah. got rid of him. I think this is, this is Mark Richt. This is a nice little... This is an easy out for the Canes. They it, it look is, good kind of because is, yeah. they're, they're they're cheap. They don't spend money on a coach. Yeah. And at this point, like I said, it's not like the '80s when those coaches. You gotta spend money on these coaches. Mm-hmm. You gotta go after these guys, and you gotta bring in that sizzle. Coaches change things now. Yeah. Nick Saban shows up in a fucking helicopter to recruit some of these guys at their high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's some boss ass shit. But they have the they money have, to do th- it. Exactly. Canes you know? don't have that. And that's they, the they problem. Don't have that the Canes fan base thinks that thinks that we can still do this. You can't. Yeah. But you're not gonna do that with Manny Diaz right now. Yeah, because you're still riding the 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 the, the what turnover do you call it? chain. The turnover chain and the you know the that swag. whole that swag. That's the word. Yeah. You're still riding that from from being semi successful last season and really successful the season before with your defense. Yeah. Um, but. Is he gonna be like Nick Saban's gonna show up and Manny Diaz is gonna ride in in his car and he's gonna be like, hey man, come in, you know, play. I'll tell you why the University of Miami is a great choice. Nick Saban's gonna fucking out trump you every time with that, with that kind of. So what I'm saying is, but that's you, like that's like the Warriors right now. Like who's gonna who's gonna be the next champion? I don't know. Whenever the Warriors decide that they don't want to play together anymore, I know. But I'm just saying you when. <laughs> but the, if the Hurricanes want to be the Warriors, mm-hmm. they have to spend. And I feel like this is just an easy out. That's for just them. not an option for them. Well, it, well, it, technically, it is. No, it isn't. If they wanted a, to spend a on a private coach, school, they I have know, limited funds. I, I I understand, but they also have wealthy alumni. I just feel like if they could have spent and they could have gotten somebody a little bigger, mm-hmm. somebody with a little more you know presence. They than do have an up and coming de- defensive coordinator look, that was hired from within. I do think it's great that he's a Cuban American coaching in Division One football. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. fucking dope. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's just I feel like this the, Kane's got lucky again. Because mm-hmm. they they were about to be cheap because they were gonna hire some shitty fucking coordinator or some shitty guy from somewhere else and now they're looking like they're doing the right thing but yeah. in actuality he's still a coach from Temple that's all I'm saying he's it's, not a coach from a Temple coach from, that's such a, a fucking hot take coach. man no he's a Temple coach caliber how many how many, ta- how many games did he coach at coach Temple ca- he's oh, a Temple okay. coach caliber that's a different statement okay he's a Temple coach caliber <laughs> that's what he is you know and I'm I just, just feel like this once again every time I sit here and I listen to you guys talk about sports especially Miami sports it's very telling the culture here in miami it is what it is you know people mm-hmm. just want winners they want it quick they want it fast yeah nobody's yeah. willing to to go that extra mile do that investment and let me tell you something about money live fast you, went, <laughs> yeah. you know that happens a lot here in miami but there is a lot of money there's a lot of rich alumni there's a lot of people that are very oh, much is. invested in um and it's just an excuse i just feel it's just the culture i think cindy's that's another really good point in mm-hmm. the sense that the culture here 
creates that desperation and that want for a winner. Yeah. But in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the culture is different. They don't they don't have much like us. So they're like, oh, we're we're willing to wait. Let's keep investing into the school. That's yeah. our source of happiness. Yeah, That's and our this is the cocaine everything. cowboys country. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how, how long was Alabama bad for before Nick Saban came in? They weren't that bad for a long time. They were still relevant. They were going to um, to their sugar bowls and they were playing those things. They just weren't this level great. This yeah. is next level. I mean, they dynasty. weren't. They weren't like, national champion good. No, but they, this. But they did play in national championship games in the early nineties and the eighties. The thing oh, is, yeah. Alabama. I'm saying they, before, like before, oh, right before Nick Saban. Saban no, yeah, no, no, they weren't. They were still a good team, but what, that what was the it? era of USC. Yeah, and, the, and that was their little run at the dynasty. Before that, it was the Hurricanes had a little run at the dynasty. In the you know LSU was in there. In the 90s, you had other teams come up. That was the Florida State, mm-hmm. UFs, Nebraska. Teams have had their little runs. Yeah, but what the what the Crimson Tide, Roll Tide, Roll is doing <laughs> is just some serious next level, unheard of shit. It's ser- got, they're the Patriots. So much money. They're the Patriots it. of college football, and yeah. you're not supposed to do that in college football. Yeah, you can't be the Patriots. You can't be this dominant for this long. Well, you know, if, so. you, if you consistently get the number one recruiting class every single year is. But how do you do it, you know, yeah. when you got yeah. Manny Diaz, bro? Of course. You know? now, they have it, more than everyone else. I'll give it to Manny Diaz. Hopefully, he can be like, hey, bro, you know, they, they got all these pictures of him as Tony Montana yeah. standing there <laughs> with a the turnover chain. And I'm like, all right, hopefully he comes in with some swag. Like, oye, you no creo en nadie. Panco croqueta para toda la gente a repartir. You know, and he comes in there and he starts kicking ass. I, I hope he, he, he gets but he, some he of that. He might be that hype that used to be that swag in the 80s and the early 90s. That's he what, might bring that culture back. They, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like i get hyped up but then i'm like reality miami yeah and that's <laughs> you like that? there you go and that's i think uh, it's true it's true what she's saying he could be and i think that's what a lot of mm-hmm. people are hanging their hopes on but can we agree that this i i really feel like um i think he's gonna find whatever create he's a creative person i think he's gonna find a, a creative way to sway kids to come to the university yeah. of miami like the turnover chain was a fucking great marketing tool for recruiting. Yeah. Maybe he's going to make fucking music videos or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, maybe he'll bring you know Cardi I mean? B. She loves Miami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it like that. Now, she's, um, now, he said, or he already went out and fired everybody on the offensive side. Yeah. The coaching staff said, hey, sorry, guys. You know, mm-hmm. the results are on the field. We weren't getting it done. I don't think yeah. he said sorry. Uh, well, no, he did. He I'm did, sure actually. He, did. He, he came because he said some of those guys that I fired were my friends. Oh, my God. You guys ruin everything. Oh, my God. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he, uh, so he, he got rid of that. He also said something that I did appreciate. He said, you know what? I'm not going to be in charge of the defense. I'm hiring a guy to be in charge of the defense. Yeah. I'm in charge of the team. Yeah. You know, which hopefully means that he's going to hire the right guy to do the offense. Let them handle the offense. I'll handle the team. Let this guy handle the defense. Delegate. Yeah. Work together. Maybe Rick was trying to do too much. You know, by doing the play call and being the offensive guy, it cost us. It cost us. So we'll yeah. see. I, I I'd like to see. Um, and it's what, not like he's not gonna have his input. Like you know, he's gonna watch film and all that shit, and he'll tell course. his coordinators what he thinks should should uh, change if if things aren't working correctly. Of course, and he's the boss. You know, exactly. He's the boss. So we'll see how uh, how that one turns out. I'm curious to see, but I I'm telling you, I think the big takeaway that I've really realized, especially this season with the emergence of these other schools, I, I, I think what's more telling is that this is the status quo and that these other schools are not going to disappear. And I think that's going to be a hard pill for Hurricane fans to swallow. I don't think that what you see right now is going to diminish. You know, I don't think you're going to see 
and FIU and FAU, UCF, yeah. these other schools fade. I think if anything, they're going to stay where they're at or continue to grow. I don't think they're going to fade away. I don't think it's just like, oh, no, no, no. One good season, they're going back to being shit. No, I think I think they're, they're going to keep coming up and they're going to keep going. And every time yeah. that they grow a little bit, what they're doing is actually taking a little bit away from UM. Yeah. You know, and they're mm-hmm. closing that 30% gap. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen now. Um, but yeah, anyway. Man. But, you know, that's, that's what... That's what the Kings have to do. They got to find a, a, what's it called? A creative way mm-hmm. to make kids want to go to the University of Miami because yeah. they're not going to outspend Alabama or no, anyone, any, any of those SEC schools. They're not going to outspend them. You got to find like another creative way. Yep. Um, just like just like Oregon did. You know, Oregon, uh, when they started coming up, they did the whole uniform thing and yeah. everybody well, they, thought well, that was they, cool. They latched on to Nike exactly. and then Nike became their big sponsor. Mm-hmm. And now Nike has their factories inside the school. The students or the uh, the players decide what uniforms they wear. Yeah. They have input in the designs. Yeah. So they have a great partnership with Nike. They have incredible facilities. If you ever got a chance, Google the Oregon uh, University of Oregon, the facilities. Mm-hmm. Bananas, bro. Like, I've never seen such fucking high-tech shit. It's amazing. That's awesome. Bro, what UM has is caca, bro. It's <laughs> it's pura caca. It looks like the fucking neighborhood gym at some complex, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it, it's it just doesn't compare. But also, Cristobal, like you said, uh, you know, local guy, played mm-hmm. for the Hurricanes, coached yep. FIU, went, is now the coach over there at Oregon, has a solid recruiting class. He has a top 10 recruiting class right now. Yeah. He has the number one quarterback in the nation yeah. uh, coming back for senior year or for his junior, senior year, whatever it is. He's coming back. Great for him. Uh, they just won their bowl game. They finished 9-4. and four. Mm-hmm. So we'll see big things out of Oregon. And the Pac-12 is is winnable. Yeah. It's winnable. Yeah, yeah. I could see them winning it all next season. Now, Pac-12, I mean. Not I'm going to give you a real hot take here, bro. I'm going to give you a real hot take. You ready? Get the finger there. I'm ready. So Urban Meyer um, officially coached his last game. He said he's done coaching. He's yeah. retiring. Obviously, with all that stipulation of you know the uh, the domestic violence, and uh-huh. obviously he has a, an incredible clean track record of you know not being controversial as a coach. <laughs> Do you know this guy's teaching a leadership class? Yes. At USC, I mean not, not USC at, at uh, Ohio State. At Ohio State. Yeah. He's teaching a leadership class. Like, how does what do you? T- how do you? Yeah. How do you, how, this is how, how do you, you deal with up? convicts on your team. You know, like <laughs> yeah. come on, bro. Like this is in the, chapter two, how to deal with a murderer. Yeah, just uh, ignore it. It's yeah, just ignore <laughs> it. When your quarterback gets injured, just put him back in the game. Yeah. You know that guy had no regard for anything. But anyway, here's your hot take. Ready? I think this time next year, uh huh. He's gonna be the coach at USC. USC, bro. That I think job, so. bro. USC is that powerhouse school. Yeah. That's in that transition. That's like I just said. It's a, mm-hmm. the conference is good. Washington yeah. is 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 a is a good team. Washington State is mm-hmm. a good team. They got good teams there. Uh, Chip Kelly is over there at UCLA. Yeah. Um, but that's a team with a lot of money. A school with a lot of money that I think would be the the perfect um, formula to get them out of this thing. Remember. Yeah. When he left Florida, oh, you know, I got to retire, my mental health, and this and that and that. He was out for one year. Yeah. And then went to Ohio State. Yeah. Won a ton of shit at Ohio State. <laughs> I think he lost like five games in his whole tenure there. Won a national championship. Yep. Didn't, Did they, didn't they win the – oh, no, that, that was FSU. Yeah, they won the, the, no, they won the, the very first, first college one. football Yeah, uh, with champion? Cardell Jones. Yeah, oh, with yeah. the backup quarterback because his quarterback got hurt. Oh, FSU won the last BCS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they did – they've done all of this – and then he leaves now. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, this is my hot take. Today, January 2nd, what's today? January 2nd, right? Second day of the year. And I'm, I'm telling you that a year from now, Urban Meyer is going to come out of his retirement and he's going to be the coach at USC. And in a few seasons, he's going to be the first coach ever, first coach ever mm-hmm. to, to win a national championship at three different schools. Bro, we have to nice. wait a year for that? Yeah. Nah, bro. Miami style. <laughs> happen right <laughs> now. It has to happen right <laughs> now. If not, it, you lost me. Yeah, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, hey, that's the lure that would get him out of this. He's oh, old. for sure. You know, I looked it up. He's only 55. Yeah, he's not he's old. He's younger now mm-hmm. than Nick Saban was when he took over Alabama. And look at what Nick Saban's done in Alabama. Wow. So think of that. If he's younger than Nick Saban was when he took over Alabama, yeah, he's not going to stay at home and, and not do anything. Like, that guy is such a crooked-ass coach. You know, such a dirty Plus, delinquent, perfect for this. And for sure. what, go to USC, go to Los Angeles, go over there and win, be the first coach to win three national titles in three different schools. Plus, marijuana is legal wow. over there. So yes, man. Whatever, whatever uh, mental remedy, problems you yeah. have, man, remedy smoke, yourself there. Smoke a little bit. Uh, I'm telling you. So that's my hot take of the year. I like um, it. That's not. I don't think that's a hot take. I think, but I don't, I don't think I, I think that's. I think that's it. a pretty good uh, yeah. prediction. Think so? Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm telling you, I, I, I felt pretty confident when I was watching him talk um, yesterday after the bowl game. That Haskins kid threw 50 touchdowns, bro. The quarterback for OSU. That's awesome. Never heard of him. Me either. Hope the Dolphins get him. Uh, <laughs> perfect for us. But anyway. Uh, hey, man. Can we just trash Notre Dame a little bit? Okay. Give me. Bro. Notre Dame. In BCS or New Year's Six Bowls, including college football playoffs. Oh. 0-6, man. Yeah, that, that that they have a bad record. Oh, and six, and they they've lost by an average of twenty four points. Ugh. Where's Manti Teo? Come on, bro. Is he hugging his girlfriend. Nah, that's what. <laughs> it's got to be what he's doing. Man, yeah, no, they're they're complete phonies. We've phony. I've, Why do we keep giving them a chance and inviting them just because well, they go undefeated? Well, that's the thing. It, it, there was three undefeated teams. Yeah, there was three undefeated teams: Clemson, Alabama, and Notre Dame. So it's kind of hard to exclude them because before the season. They played a schedule yeah. that was competitive and validated them going into, you know, meriting this position. Now, those teams that they played fizzled out a bit yeah. and didn't really earn that. But it is, you know, they, they like I said, they they did and how, I don't understand put themselves how, in that position. I don't understand how they're able to play by their own rules and not be in a conference. Like, why is that allowed? Yeah. I have an issue you know, with is, that. Is that is that like in the yeah. Bible or something? Because they're Notre Dame. Like, is, oh, this God <laughs> went to school special, there. Yeah, so. touchdown Jesus <laughs> and all that shit. You know, Catholics versus convicts. You know, Manny Diaz just got to go in there and just fuck some shit up and pay it back. No, no, I don't think he's going to. Now, actually, going back to Manny Diaz real quick. Uh-huh. First game is going to be against the Gators next season, right? Yes. So first game of the season. First game of the season against the Gators, man. And unfortunately, that is totally the type of really game good. that the U that, that the U wins, and then they just suck the rest of the season. You think so? <laughs> That's such a U thing to do. Yeah, I don't, I'm I'm not optimistic, bro. No, they're gonna lose. Gators look good. Where's the game at? Do you know? I I don't know. I, it might be over there. I think it's at a neutral site, actually. Usually those first opening. Oh, it's weekend. in Orlando. In Orlando. It's in Orlando. Yeah, for okay. sure. So yeah, usually those opening weekend kickoff yeah. classics and stuff like mm-hmm. that are neutral sites. So. Yeah, it's in, it's in Orlando. Okay, I'll be curious to see how that ends, but not looking good for them. But anyway, back no. to your fo- the, the 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 phonies here. Yeah, the Irish, bro. God, you guys suck, man. Like, if you're a Notre Dame fan, just you know, it's, you're, if you're listening to this and you're a Notre Dame fan, slap yourself right now. Just just give your good fuckada. Somebody slap that one. There you go. Slap <laughs> yourself again. Slap yourself again for thinking that after six. 
that on the sixth try you guys would do better in a BCS game. There you go. God. I'm not throwing you into the pit. I'm not throwing you in the pit. You know why? Because you've been in the pit since you lost the fourth playoff game, you know? And then when you lost the fifth one, and then you lost the sixth one now, and you keep getting embarrassed. Like, man, dude, Notre Dame, touchdown Jesus, they're in the pit. Throw, throw Jesus in the pit, bro. What? Throw what? Jesus in the pit. I'm not going to throw Jesus in the pit, bro. I'm putting on a blindfold. Yeah, for real. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm throwing him in the pit. Touchdown Jesus, he's in the pit. Rudy, he's still in the pit. And the stupid leprechaun, he's in the pit. All those people over there, everybody in South Bend, Indiana, throw them in the pit. Oh, no. South Bend. Who bends at the South? I know a few girls. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I know a few guys. <laughs> it is Miami. <laughs> Bazinga. Um, Butt no. fumbles. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. Notre Dame. Is there a more overrated football team than Notre Dame? No. You know what Notre Top Dame five. is? Top you, five. Oh, you know what Notre Dame is? What? Top five overrated? Dude. They're the Chick-fil-A of fucking football. Oh, they're the Chick-fil-A overrated of football. A-F. Overrated. Overrated as mm-hmm. fuck, bro. Yep. Chick-fil-A over... I love Chick-fil-A. It's the best thing ever. Those waffle fries are great. No, they're not. They're okay. Oh, I feel right. like people... They're not checkers fries. They're I feel not like people go to fries. No. They go to Chick-fil-A and they purposely drive off to see somebody run after them and give them their food. Yeah. <laughs> you know that. what? Uh, um, the only thing I will give Chick-fil-A, their drive-thru is incredibly fast efficient. Well, they have... It they have great like service. their employees are very happy working Well, there's there always those videos of people like driving off yeah. and then there's like the guy from jumps over the window with the food like books it and gets <laughs> to the stoplight before the car gets there he's like hey here you go yeah they didn't break a sweat but see i like my food a little my fast food a little bit hood you know kind of like yeah. did you see the video that came you out like today popeyes <laughs> no did you see the video that came out today had to be in florida but a guy in florida at a Churches. mcdonald's uh what church no 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 a guy at a mcdonald's in florida i think it was in tallahassee it's up north somewhere uh-huh but florida you know go ahead Anyway, uh, he was arguing with the girl, the cashier or something like that. Oh, that they don't have straws or something there. He reaches over and he grabs the cashier and yanks her towards him like like he was going to hit her. And she starts, pop, 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 pop. And they start duking it out and they have to separate her. Or and it's like, man, nigga, what the fuck? What, what? She starts screaming and stuff. Yeah, that's what she said. I was quoting her, okay? Watch the video, all right? Anyway, she starts going back. This is the uncensored version. You can put a beep in there. And she starts, bam, bam, bam. She starts fighting the guy. Bam, bam, bam. You want me to do it over? No, just go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts, I'm telling you, she starts cursing this and that. They separate it. And then, get this, bro. The most Florida thing of the whole interaction, right? The girl's pissed she off. She pulls off an alligator. No, 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 no. Well, that, that's <laughs> second most Florida thing. Um, she, she's obviously fight, you know, pissed off in this and that. The guy goes, grabs his phone. He's like, you, 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 come here. She calls the manager. I want her fired. Get her fired <laughs> And he's like, what, what? And he's like, yeah, she attacked me. And the girl comes back. He's like, bitch, you fucking hit me first. You know? And I'm, I'm watching this like, wow, this is the most Florida thing. That's how yeah. I like my fast food. Okay. That's how I want my McDonald's. No, know? thanks. No? No. Yeah, I like a little no. drama, a little... Man, you guys are weak, bro. No, I don't, no. Have, I don't have time for that. <laughs> it's fast food. I want to get in there and get out. It's fast. Yeah, yeah. And that's how he deals with a lot of shit in life. <laughs> <laughs> giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. Um, get in, but, get out, move on with your life. But yeah, bro. I think Chick-fil-A, super overrated. Yeah, it's okay. You know who's uh, not that over? That McDonald's story you just told us, super overrated. No. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to send you the video after this. Um, right, this yo. video of this is great. Anyway, um, you know who's not overrated? And uh, I know we're winding down here on the Cindy, the intern the is not overrated. Cindy, the intern is not overrated. <laughs> How are we doing on time? We're good? I want to have. Okay, good. Um, we've been very efficient with our time, I think. I think it's a nice time, a little. 
Isn't she lovely? We've been out for two weeks. Yeah, we've been out for two <laughs> weeks. We're giving <laughs> you heavy. it all in. So you know what? Let's do something we haven't talked about in a long time. Very rarely do we do this. Um, but fumble. today we lost. Huh? Huh? What were you gonna say? I said fumble. Fumble. <laughs> no, today we lost a uh, a legend in the sports entertainment world. The one, the only. Mean Gene Okerlund. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. <laughs> when these, what you gonna do when these twenty-four inch pythons get a hold of you? <laughs> you know, well, Hulkster, let me tell you. You know, dude, Mean Gene Okerlund. <laughs> that was, was a professional. He was, bro. He was the real OG. I, I, I think I read um, in the news report that he started off as a disc jockey. He was a DJ uh-huh. and did the wrestling thing part time, just kind of make a little extra money, and ended up becoming like the fucking. You know, the uh, the guy, the guy, the legend. Yeah. So Mean Gene Okerlund, 76. Damn. I think was his age. Uh, really? Passed away today. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So he passed away today. You know who else passed away today? Who? Super Dave. Remember Super Dave Osborne? Oh, yeah. Super Dave. I'm Super Dave. You know, the, the, yeah. you, you didn't know Super Dave. He was like a 90s thing. I don't yeah, know. You might have been in your third world country. <laughs> you remember? I didn't have time for that. Yeah, probably. That's our excuse for everything. I didn't have time. Yeah. All these third worlders that we have here on that seat over there. Oh, I'm never sorry. Have time We're for like that. taking AP classes <laughs> and stuff. We have to study extra anyway, hard. Yeah. We have to learn another language. So Super Dave Osborne died. <laughs> and then uh, the captain, Tennille, the singer, the captain, oh, yeah? he passed away today. So oh. comes in threes. Thankfully, it's just all three at one time, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. That's true. You know. Um, but Mean Gene, that one, that one sucks. Yeah. Mean Gene, um, losing Mean Gene. I was trying to remember my favorite promos were always. I know Ultimate Warrior was like, his were fucking weird as shit. And a lot of time, Mean yeah. Gene was just holding the mic and looking at him like, what the fuck is he saying? Yeah. But with Macho Man, he was outlandish enough that he gave you enough that you could have a conversation, but you're having a conversation with Macho Man and you're just like, what the fuck is he saying? You're you know? having a conversation Great. with the back of Macho Man. Yeah, he's like, 180 degrees! You know, he starts coming in there and he starts spinning around and he's like, <laughs> like one of my favorites one, he's like, I was walking with Elizabeth and they came up to a fork in the road and she went left and I went right and she said, go left and I'm like, no, I'm going right! And then when he starts talking, like, <laughs> it makes no sense, you know? And it's, it's the craziest shit. And then Mean Gene always kept a straight face, bro. Like, yeah. He always sold it like what he was saying was the most amazing thing ever. Um, but anyway, we lost Mean Gene. But it did get me thinking about Macho Man and and um, <laughs> and yes. And then yesterday I said you, or was it yesterday? When did I send you guys that meme of of Razor Ramon? Going that was yesterday. The, that was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> going into the hood with fifteen gold chains and <laughs> walking out untouched. <laughs> walking out untouched with fuchsia pants. That's um, how you know he's the greatest intercontinental champ of all time. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. So um, I was. Um, talking with you guys and i wanted to know gus give me your top five favorite wrestlers in no particular give me your mount five more of wrestling icons in your eyes now i'm not talking about merit here and just who who's on your mount five more give me your guys all right sean michaels i think i'm cute that's right i know i'm sexy i got the looks that drives the girls. Wow. Come on, you gotta get the gonna... music. I was just doing the song, the acapella. It doesn't sound good. I mean, I don't have the music. Well, you But my favorite part of that song is the beginning. Uh. <laughs> 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 there you I like go. it. I like it. I like it. So right. he's uh he's 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 up on your mount five more. Who yep. else? Undertaker. Ooh. Ooh. 
Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer, man. Shout out. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. He's another one. Damn, we lost a lot of the good wrestlers, bro. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a wrestler. He was a... But personality Personality. stuff, yeah. Yokozuna's dead. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Yokozuna died some time back. No shit. Um, all right. Who else you got? Uh, Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You, do you remember one of his nicknames? Oh, man. Uh, hey, what's his, what was his first nickname? Bret? Bret the Hitman Hart. That's Bret right, the sure. Hitman Hart. Such a cool... He made pink yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. At a time where it was like... He, he sold pink and he owned it his whole yeah, career. Man. He was Inter-Miami before Inter-Miami. Dude. You know? The Heat should send him a Vice jersey. Yes. Yes, they should. So awesome. do you remember his other nickname? I just always thought his other nickname was really cool. Oh, uh, I don't remember. What is the it? The Excellence of Execution. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That's such a fucking formal, like, you know, uh, nickname yeah. there. That's badass. He was such a good wrestler. He was like the Tim Duncan of wrestling. Fundamental. Yeah. Not a lot of, you know what? Solid comparison there. Yeah. Very, very good comparison. I think he's the big fundamental. Did yeah. enough. <laughs> you know, didn't really wow you, but, you know, that figure it was a sharpshooter. That was that, yeah. you know what that was that was the little rebound putback pump fake uh-huh. that uh, that Tim Duncan always did you know <laughs> yeah. down in the low post, uh yeah very very good okay who else mm-hmm. you got you got so far you gave me you gave me three, three. yeah give me yeah. two more Razor Ramon oh hey Jacob what are you doing come over here baby <laughs> never seen anyone like the bad guy Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I can't remember who my fifth was oh uh, you had a uh, oh come on. <laughs> Dun, 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 oh yeah, dun. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, man. That guy was just a ball of super, energy, bro. We, super solid. We could power the country just off of him. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, man. We don't Very need much. Um, We don't need Saudi oil. We just need Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> just need some Ultimate Warrior cash, bro. All right. So my top five, in no particular order, Damn. my uh, my mount five more here. I got I got I, mine is a mixture, but it's pretty much all from the same generation. Now, uh, I got Stone Cold is in mine. All right. Got to gotta have Stone Cold. For me, that guy changed the game. Yep. And I loved every second of everything he did. Do you shotgun beers? Huh? Do you shotgun oh, beers? It, it's become a thing. It's like the Ric Flair, woo, every time someone yeah. chops someone, every time I grab a beer or you say beer me, I do the ta-ta, you know, and I think I'm Stone Cold. Like, exactly. He made that move cool. Um, now, my next guy I got up there, I got, as you, I got Razor Ramon. Yeah. He's the head of Scott Hall. I put Razor Ramon over Scott Hall. Same guy, two different personalities, of course. personas. But Scott Hall was very cool. He's on the outside of the top of Mount Rush of my Mount, Mount Five more here. Yeah. He's like looking up at it, saying, "Man, I could have been up there," you know. <laughs> but uh, but you know when him and and, and uh, Kevin Nash came out and they were the outsiders, you know, too sweet. That was like yeah. some legit shit. I used to love those days. Uh, I didn't watch wrestling back then. Yeah, that at was, that point anymore. At that point, yeah. um, The Rock got to have The Rock in there. Yeah. He was just him and Stone Cold carried wwf at that time they and did. it was it was, it was just those two for a while yeah triple h outside looking in you know he's mm-hmm. also one of the sculptors I, i'll say he's one of the sculptors hunter he Hol- it. what is it hunter, hunter Herms- helmsley helmsley hunter hurst helmsley. was it hurst or herms hunter herms hurst i think it's hunter hurst helmsley. i think it's hurst yeah um my next guy is uh Gold Love dust. Gold dust so bro. creepy. I think I'm the only one that's got him on his Mount Five more. For sure, you are. I think it's me and maybe his dad. You know, yeah, Tessie Rhodes. I think yeah. that's the only one who puts him up there. Hey, I put my kids up there. And it's kind of creepy. But yeah, but Gold Dust. I fucking love that weird guy. We've talked about this. Yeah. Achilles nose. He's been on the show. We've talked about. It. And then I got the to me the the the, the quintessential fucking personification of wrestling personas is Macho Man. You know, to me, oh, Macho yeah, Man yeah. is is the best. That's my top five. Can't go wrong with Macho Can't Man. Can't go wrong with it. Now, I wanted to give the top five of a uh, contributor of, well, right before we're going to you, we're going to you, but I'm giving my top five 
But we have a contributor who contributed to the list, a friend of the show here, Eben. He's our wrestling correspondent. He texted us that his uh his five were where is it? Okay, his was Ric Flair, woo woo, Macho Man, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Hulk Hogan. I got Hulk Hogan way down on my list. Oh yeah. Actually, I got Hollywood Hogan above Hulk Hogan by a lot. All right. By a lot. I like that NWO dirty bad guy Hulk Hogan uh. over regular Hulkamania, you know? Yeah. All right, Sydney, what do okay. you got? Well, I've got the most dominant female mm-hmm. wrestler. Oh. The Legacy. The Legacy? The ninth wonder of the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what right. she was introduced as. <laughs> yep, the ninth yep. wonder of the world, okay. Old gal, China. 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 I love how Trump says China. <laughs> so, you ever seen that shit? It's yeah. so, I can't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an earworm. Every time I hear him say China or anyone say China, I think of him going, China. <laughs> Look it up, bro. It's the weirdest, funniest shit. Okay, go on. He's what got a he, few of those. He's, yes, he's, he's an earworm. He's transformed how I hear people say certain words because he's got the best words, you know? <laughs> they are bigly. <laughs> bigly. Uh-huh. So we've got China, a.k.a. my number two, Joni Lee, a.k.a. Joni. my number three, She-Hulk. AKA okay. just Joni. <laughs> I mean, those are all technically different versions of China. Oh, okay. Those are oh. different personas. I was like, who's Joni like, Lee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, you got her coming into which one of those was the porn one? Yeah, which one was the porn? <laughs> I'm gonna get to her right now. <laughs> okay. Nineteen ninety seven is uh-huh. China. Okay. Who eventually became old gal China. Uh she was new to the wrestling world, becoming uh-huh. really prominent there. Uh, competing with the big guys. I think she won three tournaments, actually. Like, right. three big ones in WWE. Okay. Uh, she left in 2001. So, that was, like, the queen China. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> 2004 is when she had one night in China. Ah, that's the one night in China, China. 2005 is VH1, the surreal life China. Uh-huh. Okay. And 2007, celebrity rehab. Oh. And, unfortunately, she did sad. pass also. Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. China died. Really? Yeah, yeah, bro. I didn't know that. Yeah, she no, uh, I feel bad for overdosed. making fun of her. <laughs> Do you know who she banged in uh, One Night in China? Triple H. No. She Screech. banged X-Pac. Really? Yeah, dude. That's Hey, that weren't was they man. married? Yeah, that was like her man. That's right. They were married. He was like almost, the one, two, like three kid. I know yeah. him as the one, two, three kid. The one, two, three kid. Not yeah, X-Pac. she was with Triple H from 96 to 2000 and Sean Waltman, 2003, 2005. Oh, so she was with Triple H? Mm-hmm. Like, in, like outside of the ring? Like they yeah, were she really was my item? husband, Triple H. Oh, look at that. Who's he married to now? Who? I wonder, Triple H. Is he really? I think Stephanie he's really McMahon? married to Stephanie McMahon. I think so, she too. Is, she got married in 2003 with him, and they have three kids. Yeah, look at that. That's crazy. Triple now, Triple H. Do you when you think of him, does he still have the long hair, or do you think of him with the short hair? Long hair. Doesn't he have his hair tied back now? No, he's had like a shaved head now, yeah. like short, like really? a buzz cut for a. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's probably had that longer than he had the long hair. No, hmm. oh, I don't know. And I think I always think of him as you know. I, I still oh, think of him get as down the, with the game. What? Oh, yeah, I still think of him with a British shit. accent. Really? Yeah. Oh man, you missed out on all the good years, bro. Like you Is got out a, of wrestling. Nah. When wrestling was like at its peak, bro. I guess. Yeah, man. Oh wait, we gotta give a shout out here to uh, who else gave us their top, uh, their Mount Five more here. Um, oh Ferb. Oh yeah. Shout out to Ferb right. here. His- I just want to remind everybody that I do bring the female into the Lemon City life. You close that thirty percent gap. Yeah. Well, I try to. I'm only thirty percent of everything that's happening here. Uh-huh, so. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ferbalicious Manhands had uh, Ric Flair. Woo. Undertaker. Oh my God. 
What's happening? The Rock. You smell. <laughs> John Cena. Can you smell? Oh wait, who's your It's John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Stone Cold. I don't know his song. <laughs> I don't remember. That's the bottom line. Because Stone wasn't it like, Cold said so. Wasn't it like a crash, like bottles crashing, dun, 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 glass dun, dun, breaking? Dun, dun, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And no, also, wait. Do you remember Stone Cold's original name? Stunning Steve Austin. He was a playboy, and he I had thought, long hair. Wasn't he was the he million really dollar champion? No, he was okay. Uh-oh. Digging into the archives here, he was. There was the million dollar man. Yeah. Was Ted DiBiase? Ted DiBiase, yeah. I yeah. think you know what? I think there's a. a I think I think Ted a, Ted B Ted DiBiase gets um shout out in rap music, second only to Ric Flair. Probably, I think so. Now, mi- now the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. I think there's a documentary that was recently made by mm-hmm. his son. I think about him and growing up as his son. His son's a wrestler too, mm-hmm. um, and he's in WWE or something. Like that. I think it, I heard it's really really good. It has a ton of cameos. And I think it's on Amazon. I've been meaning to look into it. Uh, cool. But anyway, I got to follow up on that. But anyway, Million Dollar Man back in the day, his persona, you know, million, he had the Million Dollar Belt, which yep. is a belt that was made just for him. And it was dollar signs or whatever. And he had a, a bodyguard that was named Virgil. And then Virgil, yeah. like, was this black guy. And then he turned on him. So he started fighting. So then he got a new bodyguard. And the first bodyguard that he brought in was Stone Cold yeah. to be that. But before he was Stone Cold, the bodyguard, who eventually turned on him, and then they made him this, like, probably the greatest... I think probably the greatest persona next to The Rock. I yeah. think so. Like, it, as yeah. far as, like, it wasn't what it started with, mm-hmm. but it evolved into something that was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but prior to that, he was stunning Steve Austin in WCW, and he had long oh, hair. I didn't and know. He was oh, a, wow. a playboy, and he was, like, blonde hair. He's like, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's weird. Ravishing Rick Rude. Do you remember that guy? Yeah. It's a lot of old school names there, bro. No way. I can't think of Stone Cold that way. Yeah. Gotta, That's crazy. Got to look it up, bro. Let me see. Pull up a picture here for you, bro. It'd yeah. be pretty interesting. No what, way, what, are you, what are you working on over there? Oh, oh, you got something? Enough? Is it for the? You got something for here? Or what? Now? Oh, okay. Well, okay. Never mind. Big Papa Pump was on my outside looking in. Man, I love when like uh-huh. Edwin just likes to call out things that are completely unnecessary. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that never happens. Hold on. Let me see here. We got MM. Did, did you find him? Look at look at stunning Steve Austin here, bro. Look at that. Whoa, that's weird. That's weird, huh? That looks that's strange. Look at Stone Cold right there with I don't like it. Oh, he's ugly there. Yeah. No, I wasn't a fan. That's that's more the look that we like right there, right? Of the course. Bald headed goatee. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fuck is that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fuck is that other shit? Um and yeah, so I think our top uh our our Mount Five more there was pretty solid with the wrestling icons. But um yeah. Yeah, I, I want I wonder what they're gonna do on if they're going to do anything on Monday Night Raw to honor Mean Gene. Actually, wait. Don't they have wrestling now like on Tuesdays? Isn't there something going on? I'm pretty sure there's wrestling like every day. Yeah, bro. Yo, they've figured out how to capitalize on that. Yep. On that bank of uh, of, 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 of WWE there. Because that's just, man, it's just money out the anus, bro. Just yeah, man. Pooping it out. Anyway, um, anything we missed today? Uh, Christian Pulisic. Oh, yeah, that guy. Dude, that's a big news, man. I can't believe you forgot about that. Well, I didn't forget about it. The thing is, here's the problem, bro. Chelsea has a ton of players. They have. They they're have, the yeah, team. They, yeah, they have the most players. They're the team that has the most guys out on loan, okay? Yep. They have so many good future guys out there. 
And we'll see. And now, if the, the big news today was 70-something million American dollars. Yeah. Uh, the move for that Chelsea paid Borussia Dortmund for to purchase Christian Pulisic. Now, this, this is a big deal. And this is why. This is the largest sum ever paid for for an American player mm-hmm. at any level in professional soccer. This kid is 20 years old. He's 20. They're paying 70 something million. That's a lot of cash for essentially a kid still. You That's know, awesome. You think about it. Yeah. This is great for 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 American soccer, for exposure. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say something that might be a little unpopular. I you know, I tend to do that. Uh-huh. I like to uh, you know, say the things that eh, I hope, and I hope I'm wrong, but I, I, I kind of feel, oh, man. no, as a Chelsea fan, I think I'm entitled to this opinion because I, okay. I've, 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 I know how Chelsea operates. Well, get to it, damn it. Yeah, you I know, think this is a 76, this is a 76 or $72 million buy-in into a market. Like a marketing campaign? Yeah. This is, mm-hmm. we'll invest $72 million. We're not really worried about the production, but this is to make more money because they're going to yeah. triple this investment oh, easy. Of course. By being jersey sales and shit like well, that. Yeah. Not just jer- it's the exposure of yeah. a market that is thirsting. Soccer is thirsting right now. People here can't get enough of it. You know, yeah. MLS is growing every year. You have all this stuff. The men's national team didn't make it into the World Cup, so there's a lot of like, oh my god. But now all of a sudden, the best player on the biggest country in the world is mm-hmm. playing on your team. Yeah, you know, he's a part of your team, and. People are going to jump at market shares for Chelsea in the United States are going to balloon. Oh, hell yeah. And you guys are all welcome to jump on the Chelsea bandwagon. I've been on this bandwagon for a Listen, long time. Listen, Martha Stewart, <laughs> chill with that. Eh? But I think I think, I think, think it's funny because a lot of people criticize Chelsea fans like, oh, you jumped on the bandwagon when they got good because they got a rich owner. Yeah. I think this is another one of those pivotal points. Where like, oh, now you're a Chelsea fan because when they signed Pulisic, that's yeah. when you became a soccer fan, you know? So now I can say my bandwagon that I got on already passed. Yeah. And now I'm like, hey, come on, jump on this new one, you know? <laughs> um, but I think it's I, I think it's a great thing. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that Chelsea really gives them a chance to play. Oh, for sure. I hope so. But this is what I'm saying. I don't think he would have agreed to it if there wasn't that. I get you. You know what I mean? I get you. But Chelsea is a little notorious about playing young guys. Yeah. They're, they're a little stubborn about it, mm. especially... An American, you know, a Yankee. Yeah. This is a big deal, bro. This yeah. is a Yankee coming into the sport, what? the country where the sport was created. You know, where yeah. so you, they would just bring him in to just yank him around. <laughs> what is this like? Uh, a, like a crank know, like a power move? Like <laughs> crank anchors. Just get off on making somebody feel important for like a millisecond and then bringing them down all the way. I mean, what is this? Like, this is like a very toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. I get off on a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's, this could be a $72 million buy into the market share that it's just a quick investment yeah. that's going to return. And if they say he didn't play well enough, then they could just chalk it up like, yeah, you know, we tried, but he didn't. Yeah. And then they sell him for a bunch of money somewhere else and maybe he flourishes somewhere else. I hope. I hope because this is what I wanted. My favorite team getting the 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 future of American soccer to come play for fuck yeah, dude. That's this awesome. is awesome. This I'm, is now great I, now news. I have to, now I have to root for Chelsea in the Hell Premier yeah. League. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is what's gonna happen now. The, this uh, South Florida Blues uh, um, fan group that I'm a part of down here oh, yeah. that goes to watch the games next season. They're gonna start. It's gonna get a little bigger. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna get gonna huge. Double up yeah. in the size because all of a sudden everybody's like, hey, Pulisic, he plays in Chelsea. I want to go see him. Yeah. 
You know, now the deal, they bought him outright. They bought him, but then they loaned him back to Borussia Dortmund to finish this season. So yeah. he's going to finish this season over there and start fresh with them um, the as summer. soon as the completion After of the, the season. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see, man. I'm excited. I definitely like the move as a fan of Chelsea. It's hard not to. Mm-hmm. Um, as a fan of U.S. soccer, shit, bro. It's great. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I think uh, I think he could be the future. But I've been also well-documented on the show. I've been a little skeptical of him. I think he might be a little more hyped than, than talent sometimes. Yeah. I think he's the best fish in a very depleted pond, you know? Yeah. So he might look a little better than he is. Um, he has a, he's only started, I think, 11 games in, in, um, in the Bundesliga this season. He's played in 11 games. I don't even think it started. I think it's played in 11 games. So it's a lot of money for know. a guy who hasn't been getting a lot of action. So hopefully it, it pays but Every dividends. time he does play, he fucking plays great, man. It seems like it. Yeah. It seems like it, but he still hasn't been able to knock guys out of playing time over there. And, you know, he's going to be playing yeah. that right uh, wing play where we have William, where we have Pedro. Mm-hmm. If he tries to go to the left side, we got Hazard. We got a lot of good talent out there. Yeah. Now, these guys are ripe for the taking, especially William, who's, you know, on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the 30 side now. Pedro, again, on the, I think he's if he's not at 30, he's getting close to 30. Yeah. You know, so those guys are ripe for, for the taking with a 20-year-old guy who could be your future. Yeah, man. Give it to me. I'll take. But uh well, we'll see. We'll see how it happens. Um in uh what else do we got? What else uh, did we miss? Dude, Miami Heat are on some kind of hot streak since that West Coast trip started. Uh, I know you don't want it, but it's, it is what it is, man. They're playing great. Is it the jerseys? No, it's just them. I wonder if the the record <laughs> with the pink has been pretty good though. The Sunset Vice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've they I think they've won a couple games with that. I don't know, man. Yeah, man, dude, they've won nine out of the last thirteen, that one last including four of six on the West Coast. And they won tonight. Yeah, they won tonight. Just that one last dance with, with Wade. <laughs> Just going. No. <laughs> I again, there's a lot of similarities between the Dolphins and the Heat right now. Yeah. Mediocrity. The thing dude, is. Look. This is what I'm going to say. I know I already know what you're going to say. Yeah, this is what on. I'm going to say. You take over. There's nothing that he could possibly do outside of a miracle where the best players just say, yeah, let's, just, let's just go to Miami. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that he could do to turn it around. Well, they so can't. You, Even if the best players wanted to come here, they don't have the financial flexibility to sign anybody well, of I mean, that maybe, caliber. Whatever. Outside of, of some fucking miracle, there's yeah. nothing that he could do to... To to win a championship, so you might as well just watch these young guys, fucking grow and watch. Just have fun watching them win a few games. There's nothing. There's nothing that could possibly happen. We just gotta wait for this current era of bad contracts to run out. Exactly. I know. That's the only thing we can do. My thing is, is that yeah, you can watch these guys grow into something. But when it's time, when they actually finally have the flexibility financially and they have the assets to move. Any of these guys that we're watching might not be around for any of that. It's gonna be a completely different, you know, uh, team because they're gonna they're gonna dump mm-hmm. all the bad contracts and then the assets that they have, which are the guys that you're building on, are the ones they're gonna turn around for better assets. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. So it's just like it just seems a little, you know, like fake in a way. Like, eh, these guys are just gonna be around for a little bit and then we're gonna go adios. But hey man, it, it is, it what is it good is. to win. It is good to win, and uh, like, Philly like Cheesesteak uh, came back today. He did come back today. Yeah. I don't know what his final numbers were. Let me see if I can pull it up. But you were saying? Just like, remember that, that team right before we got Shaq? 
with Lamar Odom and those guys. Yeah. That was a fun team. That was. I, you know, none of those guys stayed. Well, yeah, but to get us a, a giant superstar. Exactly. And but it was, but, one, so but it was still fun. One, we did keep one guy. The Dwayne Wade. Guy, you know? yeah. So that was the uh, the nice Dwayne. one there. Let's see. Yeah, we won today 117 and 92. Let me look at this box score here. You know, Goran Dragic is out for a while, right? Yeah, he's still out. Deion Waiters only had ele- uh, seven points. Seven points. But he only played 11 minutes. Not bad. That's not bad. He went what, three of nine shooting. I know he made the first two, so then he went one of uh, one of seven to finish off. Yeah. Damn, he took six three-pointers only made one. Okay. Yeah. But John Richardson had a game. Did he? Yeah, man, 24 points. Oh, yeah, 24. Who was the second leading scorer? Tyler Johnson, 16. Yeah. And then... Um, Tyler Johnson's been pre- playing pretty good lately, too. Yeah. Wayne Ellington was... Uh, That's the thing, bro. The, the thing with this Heat squad the, for the past few seasons is that they've never been healthy no. as a team. No, yeah. It's depleted by injuries. Yeah. But look at the team they're playing today. This is a Cavaliers team that is pretty much... Yeah, the team the sucks. S- that, bro, again, I don't know how you can make the argument that, it, that, that LeBron James is not the most valuable player every year. That guy leaves every team and they become pura caca, bro. Like, yeah. It's unbelievable how bad these teams are. It's not that they drop off a little bit. No. They become lottery garbage first pick overall teams. You know what I mean? Cleveland's well, had the worst record in the NBA. It's when he leaves Cleveland. Yeah. It, that didn't happen to the Heat. Well, when we've, he but, left we've, the heat. Yeah, but we dropped off significantly. You know, and then it, it well, that's coupled, when we lost with, coupled with, with uh, Chris, Chris Bosh. Yeah. You know. But he remember that he were a game away from playing in the Eastern Conference Championship. Yeah, but still, again, it was without LeBron. It was, but yeah, thankfully because we have a little better structure here. Yeah, but yo, Cleveland Same. twice loses them, and yeah. but it's just, but aside from that, aside from I, what I'm trying to get at is if you look at this Cleveland roster, a lot of these guys, Channing Fry, Larry Nance Jr., um, Jeremy uh, Clarkson, what's the other guy, Trishan Thompson. Rodney Hood, these guys were all on the team last year. Yeah, they were they were significant pieces of a team that was in the finals for four years in a row. Not all and those guys were on the team all four years. Most of those guys were, and you know, well, like, some like, of these guys were just last season. Exactly, like I, the, like all those Lakers trades. I get it, but but still, but those are guys that they got as as early as um as late as last season, but they were still together. There's a nucleus there, and you lose one guy, and mm-hmm. you go from being, you know at the top to at the very bottom. Could, that's, right. that's just amazing to me. If you had this team, this current Cavs team with Kyrie Irving, they wouldn't mm-hmm. be this bad. No. They would they would probably be still fighting for the playoffs. Yeah, but they lost Kyrie Irving a few seasons ago. He's that was, been That was two seasons ago. Yeah, but he's been gone, you know what I mean? I mean, it was just the season before last season. Yeah. But he's been he's been removed. This is his third season in Boston. Well, they traded him not f- No, this is his second full season. Second? His second full season in Boston, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he was out last season. He was mm-hmm. in Boston last season and then um, and then this season. Now, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, I feel like he was gone before that or he left anyway. But anyway, no, because they won the, 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 exactly. the title. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's just, dude, it's just gross how bad it is. It's really, really. No, dude, Kyrie Irving left the year before. No, they won the 2016 championship. Yeah. And then Durant 17, won. 18. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Durant won. 22 those, seasons. Yeah, those two seasons. They didn't do it with. Uh, I think he left uh, after the the championship of the in the middle of the season or something like that. No, bro. Ah, we'll he, look it up afterwards. I don't can't remember. Anyways, it's insignificant. You know, it's, there's splitting hairs here. <laughs> Point is, LeBron <laughs> leaves and that guy's legit. Like, like, it's the value of the guy. Yeah, Kyrie would be there. It'd be a great help. And 
And to give props again, like we, we were talking about this before the show, which was that championship in 2016, mm-hmm. LeBron James came out and said that's in this ESPN thing saying, oh. He's a GOAT because of that, yeah. He's the GOAT because of that. And I get it. A lot of that was you, you know? And a lot of that rides on your shoulders. You win, you're going to take the credit because mm-hmm. if you guys lose, Kyrie Irving wasn't going to take the blame. So, if, like I said, if he loses, LeBron's going to get all the blame. Yeah. If he wins, it's fair that he gets the praise because you know he's going to be the one who's always going to get the blame. Yeah. But – to be fair, also, Kyrie balled out that that final, and he hit that shot. Yeah, LeBron did a lot of those great things, but I I, I think uh, LeBron's got to give give some more credit to uh, to, to Kyrie. Kyrie. Oh, for sure, when man. it comes to that, LeBron's, I just thinks, but, LeBron's upset because Kyrie left him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, think, there's gonna know, be some yeah. some harsh LeBron's, some hard feelings. He's not used to that. Yeah, but no one had ever done that to LeBron before. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just one of those things that you know it 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 is accurate though that performance the fact that they were down 3-1 mm-hmm. to come back against a team that had won 73 games best team ever in the nba yeah. yeah bro like that's that's goat status you know uh goat status caliber to pull that off absolutely i don't got a problem with that but also mm-hmm. you know give credit where credit's due Kyrie yeah. definitely helped Kyrie you out with them but anyway um we're good yeah man i want to thank our sponsors again Ma- uh, magic city highlight uh, go out there. Preview weekend, April sixth and seventh. Still a few months away. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned with us because we're gonna be we're gonna be working with them a little more, and we're gonna have some stuff lined up pretty soon here, hopefully. Yeah, man. But uh, we'll share we'll share some some cool shit. Yeah, man. And but, they know uh, it's my favorite spot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, I think we'll have TD um, back pretty soon. He's he's mm-hmm. uh, he's out in a, he's he's left to LA again today to go back to NFL Network for a little bit after going home for the holidays. So he'll be back soon. I know you guys miss him. We miss him. He was going to be on today, but it was his travel day. So yeah. we'll hopefully see if we get him on next week. I'm curious to see what he thinks about the Canes, if they're uh, what the Manny Diaz moves, uh, what he thinks about it. We'll get more on that next week. But, but yeah, I want to thank yeah, Magic City. I want to thank Cindy the Intern, Producer Fungus here. We didn't do our introductions, but you know who we are. That's and, right. Uh, we didn't do our introductions. I don't yeah. need an introduction. That's right. <laughs> but uh, but I do, I, I do want to take a moment. I want to I want to like really re- quickly reflect here 2018 by far the best year for Lemon City Live. It, it was a, a great year. I want to thank everyone who who listened, everyone who participated, everyone who ever read an article, everyone who ever shared, liked, commented and just say, "Hey, good work" or "Hey, you guys suck." Whatever it was, man. I we appreciate each and every single little feedback, every Every listen, single little block. <laughs> every single little block and you block me on Twitter. Uh, it just shows you care um, when you say nobody listens to your show, but that means you listen to it because you know I have a show. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, oh, Hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank yeah, Kiko Alonso. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank all. I just want to thank everybody. I want to thank Gus and, and Cindy for 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 keeping this thing going because we, we can't do this unless we're a team. And, you know, Tenard. Is uh is 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 out right now doing his thing, and Cindy's been able to fill in here for these weeks, and and the the Achilles who comes in here, the Abels, the Ferbs, all the other rotating seats there. But the dedication of us to to continue to do this, I'm really uh proud of of what we do. I'm excited about what we did in 2018. Yeah. Um, the teams that have you know given us access, the Dolphins, the Panthers, everybody. All the opportunities that we've had. Really. All the opportunities. Yeah, we took a big step this year, man. Yeah, man. Very, very, very grateful for that. 
And I'm and I'm just extremely excited at, at what 2019 is going to hold. Gus has got some really cool shit lined up for for himself now coming up. He's going to be like we said earlier, he's going to be traveling now for the covering some college football. So I'm just really excited to continue to grow, give you guys the best sports lemonade possible. And at the same time, just share it with my friends here. So I want to thank you guys. And man, 2019, year of the lemon. That's right. <laughs> it's only going to get better, man. So thank you guys for listening. This was episode 139. Maybe I'll get word. a raise. Maybe you'll get a raise. <laughs> we'll see New Year's resolution for 2020. Uh, we'll see what we do there. I think so. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you and good night. And we'll see you next week. Fuck right in the pussy! <laughs>